0: Micro Comedy
1: Podcast. Welcome back to the Open Micro Comedy Podcast, number uh, forty-two. Forty-two. Wow,
2: got them forty-two.
1: That's a that's a lot of podcasts, man. That's that's a quite the accomplishment, I think. We've been going strong for forty-two episodes, right?
2: I I, I wasn't there for all of them, but I feel like I'm here for the last part. You know what I mean? Like the best part. The strong part. part. Yeah, yeah. strong strong part. hand.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Open Micro Comedy Podcast, where we interview. Uh, unhinged open mics from LA pursuing their dream <laughs> to become famous because open mics are all fucking crazy and interesting and just uh, mm-hmm. just like uh, you know just like wild animals you know they're, they're not polished right Ashley
2: That is the truth I mean yes. and, and at, at some point, I mean um, we always need to go to a mic, you know what I mean, no matter how big you are right, right yes um, and I don't think you ever shed the unhinged. Uh, you know, yeah, his if, if, about if anything,
0: like, w- like we've been like pretty like hinged lately, but uh, have yeah. we been hinged Had lately? I don't know. <laughs> it feels that way, but I don't know. That's just <laughs> my opinion. By
1: hinged, do you mean uh, super depressed? Because I've just been super depressed. Or, what you know,
0: I, I don't know. Oh I, I kind God. of feel like that. Uh,
2: you didn't tell us that last week. But before we get into your depression, I mean, we have a very special guest in the his house. We've got an East Coast raised. We got living in L.A. She's one of my good friends. She's a comedian. She likes is all over, We're, like the comedy store. She's down at the Levity Club. I mean, she's up and down the coast. She gets paid to go and perform. Wow. She's Whoa. a paid performer. She's the real wow. deal. <laughs> yes. Holy filled. Give it up for yes. Ro del your last name is DeGrassi, huh? Delagraci. Delagraci. How do you feel
0: Italian. being associated <laughs> with like a Canadian teen drama? De- <laughs> oh, with- the DeGrassi. Show. Yeah.
3: Oh, well, it's it's not DeGrassi, so I'm not worried about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Delagraci. But you're
1: actually you're not even you're not an open micer then. huh? you're you're yeah. a paid comedian, right? Like yeah, you but I've spent
3: a lot of time. At open mics, I, what
1: what is that break right? Where, because everybody kind of wonders about that uh, yeah, as no. an open micer. You know, like wh- when do you kind of break from being an open micer to like an actual paid comedian? What, what was your first gig like?
3: Oh wait, I mean, you mean my first paid gig? Yeah, your first paid. gig. Uh, oh my god, I actually have the ten bucks I ten bucks made because they offered me. Hey, it's
1: better than nothing. Yeah, you know? it was
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, in Staten That's Island. Pretty.
1: Staten Island. Holy yeah. shit, you're a New Yorker. Yeah. Nice. I, knew. I I'm I from lived in Long New York Island for uh, 5 years.
3: Oh yeah, I'm from Long Island and Island it was native um, Gibbs Ribs that was the name of it.
1: You know, I could kind of uh, spot <laughs> uh, <laughs> that accent a little bit. You got that Long Island thing yeah, Long going Island. on. You know, you got the Long Island, <laughs> right? Cool.
2: She got a leather jacket on like you know yeah,
1: she's
3: <laughs> she <was> ready. <laughs> yeah,
1: I playing. Hey, I'm either Jewish <laughs> or Italian. Take a guess. I am
3: Italian, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um they offered me a sandwich or 10 bucks. So I just took the <laughs> 10 bucks and put it on my pole, what,
1: what? They offered you a sandwich? Was this like a fancy sandwich place?
3: It was like a steakhouse, and then they went out of business. Uh, they okay. had like pig and cow noises in the bathroom because it was like a steakhouse.
0: What? Oh, whoa. So yeah. it's fresh meat? Yes. Wow, that's awesome.
3: Like so, the, they're in the yeah. back. The animals are in the back. Yeah, it was weird. You'd be peeing, and you'd hear moo, and you're like, okay, whatever. Whoever thought this was a good idea. But then it went out of business, and it became a Jewish restaurant, but they didn't know how to turn off. The cow and pig <laughs> noises. So That's a disaster. Wait, you
0: mean they kept the livestock there? <laughs> they the kept the business? noises oh, okay. that somebody
3: thought was hilarious to put in the bathroom. Uh, so okay. that didn't go over well. But um, hmm. that was my first paid gig ever. And it, Whoa. it wasn't... I remember I was like, oh my God, I just got paid doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> um,
1: Did they pay you beforehand? Did they pay you afterwards? No,
3: I... Think they might have paid me before. I don't know. It,
1: in cash or was it a check? It was cash. It was cash. Okay. And and, and uh, so let me ask you this. Yeah. So how much were their sandwiches? Were they over ten dollars or were they under, $10? Yeah, yeah. under ten dollars? Yeah. Yeah. What year was this too? We got to factor was in inflation. Nineteen
3: ninety nine. Nineteen ninety
1: nine. <laughs> so so yeah. sandwiches back then were like six bucks. Yeah. So, so why, what the fuck would they offer you, I know. Well, maybe you a came sandwich it might have
3: been okay, a come on, listen.
2: or
1: 10 bucks? I, I, I would Jamie, take the 10 they bucks. They are
2: offering you chicken tenders
3: now.
1: No, but yeah. look, I would take the $10. <laughs> I mean, if you gave me a choice between $10 or a sandwich, I would take the $10 and yeah. I would buy myself a sandwich and have $4 left over.
3: That's true, but I just yes. went home and put it on my bulletin board. <laughs> That's beautiful. Because I was like, this is amazing. Because she's a pro. I Well, at the time, I wasn't really a pro, but <laughs> I was like, I can't believe somebody just paid me to do stand-up comedy. And oh. how did
1: that happen? How did uh, you get to that point?
3: Well, but, well, I mean, this was only like, uh, I want to say a month or two after I started doing stand-up. Because what? I,
1: it takes people years no, before they get paid but to do stand-up. My
3: first show I ever did was, I took a class and then it was just like a three week seminar and the third week you performed and the MC of the night was this comedian named Lisa Lampanelli. Oh my God. So she said, Hey, I want to coach you. huh. so I was like, okay. Okay. Um, sounds great. And so she started coaching me. And so what I would do is I would, I would go do an open mic and she would come and watch me and then we'd go to a diner and she would give me notes on everything.
1: What the fuck by Lisa Lapinelli. And this but, was like whoa. in in
3: in the in the city, right? In the city. yeah. Before
1: she was Lisa Lapinelli yeah, this was
3: not this right? was when she was headlining. Like she was doing gigs that I'm do like on the road one-nighters in bars that were rowdy. So she kind of needed um basically she needed like a lackey and a, that was <laughs> I was perfect for it cuz I was 21. I was like I want to do stand-up comedy. And so she would just take me to these gigs. And some of them happen to be paid like that in sandwiches or or ten dollars <laughs> okay so you kind things of a, never change though right it's true you're kind of like an
1: <laughs> opener for her then right yes
3: I was her opener for a long time um but it's crazy you know back then it was like I started in 99 and and, and the great thing about being in New York and young with energy
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know I was 21 so I could go out all night I mean I worked all day at a restaurant and then I just go out all night to either clubs in manhattan you know wherever i can get a spot i just went out i was right. just like i want to so i would they do got the,
1: they got the cellar there they, i think they had uh danger fields back then they right? had danger
3: fields cellar, mm. but this was also there was new york comedy club but this was when like everybody would do open mics like we would go meet at one open mic and then we'd all hop in a car and then drive whoever had a car, whoever you know, like we drive yeah. oh, Brooklyn great. So to Brooklyn. You know, all the one.
1: comedians get to hear the exact same jokes from the exact oh, same yeah. order, probably. <laughs> we yeah. didn't care.
3: Um, and back then, we had like a really cool group of people that just would just okay I'll meet you at Parkside tomorrow and you'd have 40 comics show up and we'd do a lottery and you just you just, we all were like all right, I'll see you tomorrow at the Gershwin Hotel Mm. okay I'll see you tomorrow at this one I'll see you tomorrow that's the
1: thing about New York it's so much more like that you know you can just kind of call your friends and be like hey I'm over here I'm over here let's Uh, meet up you know like in LA that doesn't happen because you're all like 20 miles away and everybody's kind of a dick and a narcissist (laughs) but do you think
2: that so much has changed or do you think that there's just like more comics in comedy It might
3: be that I think comedy like ebbs and flows. I think Mm -hmm. like there's an influx because something happens. I'm just like, I could do comedy. And then there's like people fall off. So I think Mm -hmm. when I had started, it was when I had started, you got like Lampanelli wasn't famous yet. Um, You had I was at the cellar, not with them, but I'm saying like it was Steve Burns. It was Dove Davidoff. It was Artie Foucault. It was, um, you know. All those guys, I met, I met, like they were all doing the late night spots at the the comedy cellar. Mm -hmm. So it was, everybody was just grinding, you know? And then I just kind of sat around and I listened because Lisa would take me everywhere. So I just met. All, like she was friends with Chappelle so when Chappelle was working out killing me softly he would hang out crazy. with us Wow! Isn't that, isn't that mad Yeah. and and, wow. and she was a friar so I'd go to the friar club events and like I'm around old school comedians and I was just young and I just kept my mouth shut to just hear stories mm-hmm. and I heard I met you know like we crashed the Montreal Comedy Festival you weren't allowed to do that after 9-11 like right. this was like before 9-11 she's like we're going to Montreal <laughs> and we're going to get on the festival and you're like Oh, that, that yeah, that we're gonna do that. Yeah, what <laughs> the f- what? Oh, so we're going to Montreal. She goes, listen, I know how to get a spot. You're coming with me. She literally went to the Montreal Comedy Festival just for laughs. She wasn't on any shows. She knew one of the club owners. She we walked in. She took her CDs uh-huh. that had her as the mother Mary holding a black. Baby I remember Jesus. that one.
2: Oh my god, she stuck them.
3: That's on a record. Yeah. <laughs> She stuck it right in the middle. She goes, "All right, let's go network. Row work the door." So I was like, "Oh hey, me and my friend Lisa are here. Can we <laughs> oh come in?" And they let us in. Wow. And We didn't have a fe- we didn't have a festival pass. We literally were like, "Hey, yeah, we're totally with the festival." That's
2: <laughs> the business, like being able to crash things. Oh yeah, there's so much security nowadays. Like
3: oh yeah, and, but, I mean after nine eleven, that was all. You know, like it literally that the 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 summer before nine eleven. Me and Lisa and Scott Thompson from Kids in the Hall were like smoking cigars till six in the morning and we're like, We'll see you in New York what your show. And right, wow, and that that's never, crazy! That
1: so awesome. How, how did uh, what, what do you think it was about? Because how many people were in this class that you took that Lisa was uh emceeing on the uh,
3: minor? it was probably like 10 or 12 people, it okay. was kind of like. You know... Were, like, were you
1: the standout of that group or did you like like a, a particular type uh, part of your
3: act? That Well, I will say of, one thing. Uh, the first that I ever did, I have it on YouTube now because I converted it from, like, VHS. release <laughs> I, I had somebody <laughs> do that. I couldn't do that. Yeah,
1: they actually give you a tape. Yeah, we then, had a right? tape. Yeah. And your press yeah. kit
3: was, like, the size of a phone. But, you know, you're like, oh here's my, my press kit with, you know, the actual newspaper. Now they're just EPKs. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> I actually... Everybody came out from Long Island to come see me because this was something I was like, I'm going to do stand-up. I should do this. People keep telling me, blah, blah, blah. And the reason why I tried it was because I did like an acting seminar where you basically give a monologue and then you hope an agent invites you in and then you get to talk to him. But during my dramatic monologue... People were laughing. <laughs> and they were about kids dying. So I was like, I don't think I'm really good at this drama thing, so I should try stand-up. So mm. I happen to have one of those Hold like, on,
1: you you did a monologue about kids dying. Yeah, they were, were supposed to be I know we just we just right. we just slid over that. Was was be, be, was I was it? like,
3: kids <laughs> are dying they're falling and dying, and they people like, uh-huh. I was like, what the <laughs> wait, f- wait. That, that was
1: one of the lines in your dramatic monologue. <laughs> <laughs> kids yes, are clearly. falling and dying. I remember
3: these three people up front were like
2: laughing. I was like, this isn't the reality like that I was is, you did remember she said Staten Island right
1: well right. uh, no but no that's, that's pretty funny man like kids are falling and dying <laughs> and that's
3: what I'm I'm <laughs> talking about kids dying in my monologue uh, was about kids dying in a fire uh and they were laughing and I was like you know what I don't think this why
1: are they dying in a fire are they burning yeah Wait. the
3: fire the building was on fire was that a song cuz i it's a um it like might have a kid song like yeah.
2: the children are dying the children at fire fire it was play okay, it was okay. so it kind of old to that old rock song in the 90s yeah right? but uh, they, made it it they made off. it <laughs> into a well, let me just tell you they made it into a kid song and i'm not oh, positive creepy. because i was playing like um a, it was like a, a nursery rhyme cd on itunes mm-hmm. so i just play it because it's all kids stuff of right? Course, right so you
3: don't think it's about kids dying in but the fire. then i heard fire 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 creepy dying
2: and i was like what jesus and then christ my husband comes in and he says what the hell
3: yeah are you playing and yeah, i was I like
2: whoa whoa um i wasn't even yeah brain wasn't even really listening to the song but now i am and we're turning it off <laughs> we're blocking this shit like, what,
1: why are there why are kids songs so violent they're sometimes creepy.
2: you know
0: yeah Especially uh, if they're have, you, have you heard about like celine dion's <laughs> clothing line that's all satanic like oh really yeah she has a clothing line that has like horns and it has like Illuminati references oh god yeah but the
2: fashion world uh, I get it
3: you get it because they're
0: adults but
2: kids no 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 but they always oh it's a kids line yeah it's for oh. kids oh yeah that's a whole nother level
3: I don't, i'm not gonna put my kid in devil not horns no that's horns. just that's just bringing on something you don't want
2: not not today no <laughs> no. <laughs> no that's no. cool i think is there a good horn like, dinosaurs like like are celine
3: fine yeah. <laughs> like we'll stick with <laughs> <laughs> dinosaurs and
1: trucks and Sweet. not horns rams what? have cool horns yeah
0: celine
2: dion it's wow. a satanic
0: clothing line for kids Really? <laughs> i wonder
2: how that's gonna do you know because it's interesting um i've since having a kid, and wrote, you can ch- to let me know how you feel too. But there's a lot of celebrity um, kids lines that come out, yeah. And like, I have yet to see one that I'm actually interested in buying for my kid because they never look like kids' clothes. No. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. They're not kitty enough for me. Like, I don't want my child out dressing me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's hard enough for me going around in life. I it's don't very either. easy
3: for them to outdress
2: me. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's like, but in adult clothes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't have kids, so I don't know. But about not this. when I put
2: in an
3: effort.
1: But you're, you're saying there's like kids clothes that are, um, like, yeah, that like, are all like, like high, high fashion, high yeah. fashion kids clothes. Well, like, yeah, and I'm assuming how, how young?
2: Dion's Line is is high fashion, right? I mean, uh, yeah, it's a I think high it is. high-end yeah. brand. Right. How
1: how young does it go to? Like, are you talking about like a Typically, two-year-old, three year old two T, school. right? Yeah,
2: two T, oh, two. even
3: younger. They have like those heels for the babies. I'm like, I don't. My daughter doesn't need to what wear. What the two. fuck? Oh, that's true.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Well, like heels coaches. for babies?
1: They can't even walk.
3: How are they supposed to wear heels? Well, no,
2: all high-end brands have a kids line. Yeah. um you know, so wait, that's wait really? All
0: high-end, like Mo- Gucci has like, makes all awesome. clothes. Yes. I didn't know that.
2: No, yeah. uh, maybe they don't do it every season. Maybe they do like only one season but they two have, seasons, but yeah. they have it. But what we're talking about is like when celebrities curate like a line. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? There's
3: also this ridiculously expensive store called Janie and Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> my mother-in-law went in there and she's like, I've got, I was like, you're buying $50 Kids shoes? What? He's not. I don't. Is that a lot of money for kids? Yeah, not for kid kids shoes. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh? Yeah.
2: Well, their feet grow. Well, also,
0: I know. I so don't...
3: you
1: only get to wear them for like a like a couple of
0: weeks. But like, Are aren't like cribs really expensive? Oh like, my you buy
3: gosh! That yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. the first kid. I don't someone even else spend fifty bucks us. on my shoes. <laughs> like, I mean,
3: <laughs> Ross. <laughs> oh, I haven't bought. I mean, I'm lucky. You usually have people that either I take hand me downs. I have people that buy clothes. It's, we're really lucky, mm-hmm. but. You can't I mean people are like, Oh, I wish my kid wasn't so dirty. my kid gets so dirty. I'm like, I don't care about my clothes, their clothes. <laughs> right. Who cares? Wait, did you alive? Great. <laughs> Maxwell,
2: were you like did your parents let you get dirty when you were a child? Of if course. Re- yeah, yeah. Okay. Jimmy?
1: Did I get di- I I don't think I wanted to be dirty as a child. I but was you very, had a, I was a very clean child.
4: Yeah. I could you didn't like you dirt were? and
3: mud huh. and stuff. No, like
1: I didn't that. like dirt. My I remember uh once this uh older kid sprayed me with a hose and I started crying, <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then the party just stopped. Everything just stopped because I was crying.
2: Wait, you, know? you and these kids' parties? What's that? Like when I said you and kids' parties, like when you? No, uh, oh, it wasn't a. It, I'm not talking about like a
1: party. Pinata. It was just like it was like four people like around, and oh. everybody was oh, having yeah. fun. And then I got sprayed with a hose, and I just started crying. You know, I,
0: I, I know. wish it was a, like adult moments cry like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they they do just behind closed well, doors. Really. Like. Just,
0: yeah, like I'm just like just in public. I mean, like just let it all out.
2: You know what? That's a great point. Oh, sorry, Rob. What were you going to say? No, I mean, I can cry in my car.
3: Right? Yeah, but it's
0: in your car. You can't just cry in in a park or...
3: Person. Well, you can, but then you got to answer questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you just cry and be alone.
1: Yeah, kids can cry, and then nobody asks them any questions. You no, know, but you? if you're an adult they're sitting there crying. on a
3: bench and you don't look homeless, they're gonna ask questions like, "Are you okay?" And you're gonna be like, "I just don't want to. I just want to cry." I don't
1: think so. I, I think if I cried on a, on a bench, I don't think I would get any questions. I think if Maxima cried on a bench, nobody would ask him any That's questions. True. Yeah. I think if you're a woman and you cry on a bench, people will definitely ask you questions. Oh. No, I'm,
2: I'm going to yeah. be concerned this about is, any male by himself. In a public place, crying. Because, yeah, but you, you know, probably, I, he I, about I've to never set it off in that, this mo- You know
3: what I'm saying? You'll be concerned, well, but you won't
1: approach him. You won't be you like, have, "Hey, why I'll are you crying?"
3: If you're too. crying and you're eating like a hot dog, then that's one thing. But if you're crying and you like have a switchblade, then I'm gonna ask some questions. You know what I mean? To the cops, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> "How fast can you get here?" Because this guy's crying. <laughs> like, what's, I like, don't
0: think I've ever seen like a man crying in the wild. Like, like <laughs> I mean, the park. Yeah, just like in the <laughs> wild, the like like, uh, or or you know, just like out with, with binoculars, <laughs> just an <laughs> adult at, male like crying. What like I've never work? seen it.
2: You've never seen anyone cry at work?
0: Uh, not like a public stranger. Uh, you know, just just out. I don't and about. really see. Yeah, many I don't think I have either.
3: People crying. Nobody's crying. Everybody's <laughs> crying <but> behind. <laughs> no, like closed door. That
2: was you no. Know, that's true. Actually, geez. my husband doesn't even cry. And his whole family doesn't cry. Like, we were at um, his grandfather's funeral, rest his soul. And I was dying, bawling. Mm-hmm. B- they were all just, like, super stoic. I mean, obviously, they missed him and were, yeah. like, you know, but they just don't cry.
1: Yeah, I think guys get teary. No, you know? Chris
3: gets teary. He cries when, like, you know, when he proposed, you know, with when I gave birth, all that kind of, like, the big stuff. Right. it's like I was it's not like a It's like a
1: tear, though. Like, it's not, like... It's not like bawling, yeah, you know, right. bawling. It's not like lose control. No, not lose bawling. control. It's just like no. a tear. But
3: definitely tearing up and like uh. where he's like, I didn't cry. I'm like, we have you on video. <laughs> I, <bet> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> I was not a crier till I had kids. Uh, right.
1: Really? Why is it? What, what is it about kids? Because you're, you're I have so miserable?
3: no idea. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. But no, it's just because you're hormonal, everything. Like you just grown humans and pushed him out and you are just like, Oh my, if something happens to these kids, oh yes. my, and then everything just makes you cry. Everything. Uh, that That
1: sounds miserable. That sounds like something I would not
3: want to I do. I don't mind. Because then you go, oh. it's being vulnerable it's Mm -hmm. i i enjoy i wasn't vulnerable um, yeah i don't mind i the only time really when i i remember when i had a moment where i cried because i never really when i when i've done the road and all that i've never been like oh i'm lonely or anything like i've had a great time doing the road the road sounds like so much fun everybody complains about about that like oh my god i think
1: think as like a beginning comedian i think it'll be like a a blast especially at that age yeah Yeah. i mean Mm -hmm. yeah
3: when i was on i mean now i don't get to do the road as much like uh we meet, my husband's branch is like closing. He's a banker, and we were like, "Well, why don't I just go on the road and you stay at home with the kids?" And what he, and he what said, did he say? "Absolutely not." I knew it. He said, <laughs> "I no, you, I will find another job, no matter what it takes. I will not stay home <laughs> with the kids." Oh, so, that's so true. um And he likes to go on the road. Like if we could do a road trip, especially when we were first dating, he liked to come, you know, on the road with me. Mm-hmm. But, oh wow! So
1: you've known him for quite a while. You've been ah, uh, we've long? been
3: together for six years.
1: Oh, so wow.
3: technically, I've been. I mean, because. I've you know I had all my 20s and early 30s just touring and open it up and <laughs> I remember one time I've never been like per, a person's like I'm lonely on the road. I just never had I just there was something about hitting the road mm-hmm. and I mean driving 19 miles after the <laughs> first couple hours you're like I'm on the road then you're like when the fuck are we getting the gig? Oh, you know there so you know I've driven to like you know to do a one-nighter in Colorado and it's you know like those kinds yeah. of gigs and I've flown to different co- I mean I've had a great time and I remember one time I was in Canada and um this is right before I met Chris and I didn't care about being single nothing like that I was just enjoying myself but I remember they canceled my flight back home and I still I worked a day job too I bartended so I bartend all day and then just do comedy all night or I just take off from work and just do whatever gig and I literally uh they go hey you have no flight we're giving you a nice hotel Here's some vouchers for food and drinks. Oh. There you go. And that's I remember. Holy I, grail. I, <laughs> I know. And I went up to my hotel room, and for some reason, it was this. And I just started crying. I was like, I'm alone. Like, because nobody oh. cared that I wasn't coming home. Like, mm. I had nobody. I just had to have somebody open up the bar for me. And I was like, I'm alone. I'm a lonely person. Oh, and my I gosh. did the ugly cry. And then I was like, all right, let's just go downstairs and get a glass of wine and watch the football game. And that's what I did. Like, that was. <laughs> And then, you know, um
1: I like that. That leads me to my next question. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your uh, mental illness? Cuz every uh, we, we have <laughs> oh, I'm not we saying that you like ha- necessarily <laughs> have one, segue. but
3: um,
1: I'm not oh. saying that you necessarily have one, but I wasn't uh, we, we I just, wasn't sure if we're going to talk you know, about we, it. Yeah, we we ask this of every uh every, <laughs> every open community. micer because every open micer essentially My mental
3: know, illness is uh, stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but what's your clinical like, you know, depression or no. ADD or autism or OCD or any any of those bipolar no nothing mm-hmm. nothing rings a bell nope. well that's the difference
0: between a pro and an open micer I guess
3: well, not, open, I open don't. micers always
1: have a problem yeah.
0: you know <laughs> they always no, have I issues have
3: pro- I mean look I, it's not like I don't stress you know I mean I I you know I've you know, always been my an thing I've had some anxiety for it, but I've I've never been one of those also too like I have kids now right but I. Waited a long time to have kids. I wasn't like, oh, I need to get married. I need to have kids. I need to. It was just like, I did. Str- I always have stressed about my career. Like, when am I going to make it? So there was that. Well, like, everybody does yeah, that. That's, that's yeah, that's the normal. That new, was yeah. always, so you think always you're been an overachiever. A thing. Yes, I'm definitely more on the. I tend to be on more of the I, uh, work, uh, yeah, overachieving, workaholic yeah. kind of thing. Uh-huh. Because for a lot, a lot of years, and I tell this to everybody when they first start. Mm-hmm. For me, what I say is like, I could teach you comedy. You know, I could tell you this and that, but you got to go out and do it because for me, and if you like, I, some people don't have the schedule where they can do it, but if you have a schedule where all you have is a day job, just go out. I used to go out every single night for year after year, after year, I used to do three shows a night. I used to, some weeks I had one night I was in Arizona. The next night I was in um, Texas. The next night I was in downtown LA. Then, you know, like I just had Hmm. weeks like i i've flown to japan for two shows and flown back you know, like wow I, they, yeah.
0: they have stand up in japan
3: yeah i've done hmm. a couple mostly expats
1: right like okay.
0: because oh
3: no it's actually military tours oh okay, okay. that yeah. makes Ooh, sense yeah. i've done two of those how is i mean that? two international military tours
2: how was that
3: oh so fun it really was so much fun the military is really fun to perform for when i was in korea i was there for like were two and a half weeks were you single when you went Yes. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I was like I was going to Korea for two and a half weeks mm-hmm. for all 12 military bases. I was like, I'm t- this is going to be a man. No, nothing. I didn't. <laughs> no. I didn't have any kind of game. Yeah. So like, like, no girls games.
1: don't need game. That's not you a think thing. They
3: don't. But no. when you only have like an hour after the show to meet somebody because the, the bus driver, Mr. Foo is like, get in the car. Let's go. You know,
1: Mr. Foo. Yeah, it was
3: Mr. <laughs> was it Mr. Foo? That's yeah, my dad. no way funny um screen he uh i remember he was our bus driver Mm -hmm. and one show in particular we did not have a good show it was just like one of those weird energies at the military base and he um we all went to the bar after it was like a all girls tour and we're all at the bar after having a drink and he comes in and he's like no oh it's mr yee Mr. Yi. Ye. Yeah,
1: because there's no Mr. food. There's no food Mr. in, in Korea. That's he's, probably more in China. Yeah, yeah.
3: Mr. Yi, Ye. and he came in and he went, no laughs tonight. Ha, ha, ha. And walked <laughs> out. We're like, what <laughs> the f- uh, Mr. Yi? That's is, a Korean. Yeah. He's is heckling <laughs> us? Like oh he's heckling us, and uh, we were all like, I yeah. cannot believe he just did that. So is that what your dad would do?
1: What's that well Kore- a- K- koreans and asians in general uh very much like because of the culture is so different like we, we tend to call things out mm-hmm. you know like oh, uh, yeah. like if you have um like some physical issue, mm-hmm. you know, like, like maybe you're overweight or you're ugly or something, you know, oh, like The Koreans know. will just like go, you ugly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Just like, that's we actually
3: got briefed about that because when we were going over there, we had to do a whole briefing of what was going to happen mm-hmm. because we were working for the military technically. So they said, listen, here's what you can do. Here's what you can't do. Here's what you've got to be aware of. Here's if you see an anti-American rally, please do not take their picture. Um, walk away. What, there's
1: anti-American rallies? Yeah, Why this was be?
3: right in 2009 when mm. I went over. So it was, no, right, it was after, right after the recession. Mm-hmm. Remember? A- what? And it was, it was, was, cra- it was actually, they were announcing, like North Korea announced that they had nuclear weapons, that they were gonna, you know, like, oh. it was, it was a crazy time okay. over there. Hmm. So, oh, um, we went to like, uh, I remember me and um, this comedian, she's really funny, Rachel Feinstein, who I've known for years, and Julia Lillis. We went to, we went out one night, you know, and you, can only go to certain places because, like, there's human trafficking, blah, blah, blah. You're like, Whoa. okay. So we go to this bar, and we notice, like, they went to the back to get our drinks and brought them over to us, and then all the women were talking to men but weren't talking to us, which we were fine, but we're like, this might be a problem, Oh, <laughs> Like, <laughs>
2: yeah, there's actually quite a bit didn't of even those. Go there. I was like, yeah. like yeah. what?
3: What, what? what yeah. are they doing? We're like, we should just <laughs> get like our a drink drink ban here.
4: Here, Yeah.
1: Too. Yeah, because in Korea like uh, prostitution is technically illegal, but it's it's pretty open. But you I know, saw th- them like, like
3: in the window like waiting. Yeah, know? it's
1: it's pretty it's basically pretty open. Like they yeah. have areas where they designate for like uh like hookers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Is
3: it called the red light district?
1: I don't think it's called the red light no, district. No, Japan is red lantern district. That, but it's
3: it's, um, no, th- we were driving and we just saw some girls sitting there in, like, lingerie just, I mean, texting people, but they seem kind of bored. It's kind of
1: regulated wow. and it's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's just very much out there. Like, it, it's a, a very accepted part of the culture that, you know, men are just going to see prostitutes every once in a while. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. I think it's kind of a good thing. Don't you, Ashley? What do you guys feel in about it? Prost- no, in America? No, in Korea. Oh, I a Yeah,
3: I mean, it works for them. Yeah, it works. Well really, it does. Yeah. I mean, they have a whole system. I mean, they're set up there because hmm. they have the girls knew where to go to get like the good shopping stuff. Like we went to I forget what city it was, but they're like, "Where's the good stuff?" And the wall opened, and we went upstairs. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it was crazy. The wall for what? What, what kind
1: of? Uh, what kind All of like Louis Vuitton. Oh. All oh, real real wow. shit or Jeez. fake shit?
3: Some, most of it was real. Some of it was fake. I happened to buy the fake one.
1: So you're telling me you have. <laughs> Okay. No mental problems at all. You're you're pretty much straight normal.
3: Honestly, my real hang-ups are literally uh which I've now that I have kids, I'm like whatever. Was always like when am I going to make it? When am I going to make it? That was my big thing. And then I just get stressed out about money.
1: Mm, okay. Mm. Okay, what would your best friend say is your mental problem?
3: <laughs> Probably that I can't sit still.
1: <laughs> you can't say ADD maybe? I don't know. That'd be it, ADHD, no? right?
3: It might it's be. Kinda, I mean, I just can't yeah. like this past week. I had to not do anything because I had to unexpectedly get my appendix removed. Yes. Holy shit. So, wow. um, Isn't she
2: amazing? <laughs> Having surgery <laughs> yeah. last week. Yeah. Here.
3: Yeah. Tonight. I had and I had a show that was canceled, <laughs> strangely enough. And then another show was canceled um, just because of venue changes. And I was in the emergency room on Saturday night and then they removed my appendix Sunday.
1: That always frightens me because I live alone. So, like, what mm-hmm. if my appendix bursts at like three o'clock in the morning? Yeah, well, you're, you're fucked. You should man. call that. Yeah, I'll, I'll basically die, right? You should call yeah. that. Yeah,
2: living alone. A yeah. lot of
1: things scare me living alone. Like, if I have a heart attack, I'm fucking dead. Mm-hmm. If I if I like yeah sli- like if I accidentally stab myself in the mm-hmm. kitchen yeah that's I'm, just, right. I'm gonna bleed out you know that's right yeah
2: well I mean I have a condition called vasovagal syncope and like I what the fuck is that it's just like a neurological ge- like um, genetic um, condition problem where you faint. Mm-hmm. oh like my god really yeah so it's wow. passed down that's and, so melodramatic just put your hand by your yeah. well you know that's funny you bring that up because that's actually how it was treated my entire life uh-huh. like i was being dramatic when in fact i was suffering and having you know if you've ever fainted like
1: <laughs> i've never fainted before my oh life.
2: okay well it's not pleasant i've been choked no. out before <laughs> okay, well it's kind of that feeling where you like kind of get light but Anything could trigger it and as a kid you don't know what it what with lightheadedness or dizziness or um, nausea mm-hmm. or um, pain in your abdominal and then next thing you know you I've hit my chin on a sink I've I've, yeah, I've fainted in school in the hallway yeah. you know mm-hmm. um Wh- when? it, it,
1: it uh, just random or during certain situations It could
2: be like um, I don't usually stand in lines okay <laughs> oh, <laughs> because um <laughs> the way the body is so like, you're never gonna see a concert the tilt <laughs> til- well i just have to have an opportunity to like sit at some point point. and speaking of concerts i fainted at coachella while <gasps> watching two chains and i was so excited no. i literally got all my friends two chains and then i <laughs> fainted. they thought i was overdosing on drugs no. um, pulled me out and then laid me down and um yeah what, and then what i bounced back what do you have to do when you like when you faint? You just have to salt. Let it. I need salt. That's what rice. the fuck? I need that is salt weird. And then water because that why? sounds so, so vampiric. <laughs> well, it is. And usually you find that's out about true. this by doing a tilt test. Oh, FYI. That's, What's right. a tilt test? It's basically where you lay down on a bed and then they'll lift you slowly after they inject you with like I don't know iodine or I don't know something where they can mm-hmm. see how your blood's moving. And it's not that you have like lower high blood pressure but your pressure lowers and your heartbeat is already slow and so as you come up that's how
3: the the syncope kicks in
2: so that's just one thing heat can be another trigger oh and coachella for me yeah
3: and all those people and you're just yeah that's just yeah
2: yeah then combine that with add i mean you just you're dealing with (laughs) yeah a a tasmanian you know person has (laughs) Tasmanian. yeah i mean yeah so
0: you know i had a random thought just now like about like kids and like the you you know the the dad not wanting to be alone Mm -hmm. yeah with the kids okay so um i think i read something where um like like dads like hate being alone with the kids and it's not because they don't like their kids it's because like say they're like in a park or or some shit Mm -hmm. like this is something that actually happens it's like it's like other guys will go up to this dad and go like, hey, is that your kid? Because, um, like, you know, people are such like pedophile hunters out there. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, they
3: do oh. have signs that say if you don't have a kid, <laughs> you Wait, can't I wasn't, be here. I wasn't even following
1: until I. Maximo, that's such a Maximo thing to say.
2: Did you, did you have to search? I love how
3: Ro was on it right away because I was like, what? wait oh can you God. i mean Catch they have me signs up? that say that's why they don't like me if you don't have a kid you can't be here so clearly that sign oh, is there for so a it's reason
0: a
2: fear of, of a be- other fear people of pedophiles. Here. yeah
0: or ah. just like i'm calling the cop i mean yeah it's like do you have your id on you like that's pretty.
3: well really nowadays nuts. too if your yeah. kid doesn't look remotely like you they're like like that's not your kid and you're like it is my kid jesus christ you know, like, yeah i mean Jacob really...
1: Everybody's just all up in everybody's fucking business. Oh, yeah. Like, that's you know, the real team. You can't go in that bad. Like, what the fuck? This is, I just want to use pee or something.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. That's true. People are all up in everyone's business. But I, I would say, Maximo, I'm not a dad. But I would say that that's probably on their list, but probably not at the top. Yeah, no. You know? Oh, okay. I, I Chris think doesn't lot.
3: worry about being a pedophile. I think only Maxima on worries about yeah, um, being perceived as a pedophile. Maybe
2: before they had kids and yeah. they were in places like maybe. Like, you don't go, go to Chuck E. To Cheese as yeah. a single man. No.
3: For the beer and pizza. You just yeah. got to find your other place. You got go to, to go Dave to Dave Chuck E.
0: Cheese anyway. That's- they have pizza
3: and Well, beer back in the day,
2: it was pretty fun. Actually, it used to be one of my favorite places. Yeah, I used to go to Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> when
1: I was in high school and shit. You know? Right?
4: Yeah,
0: but yeah. How
1: can you trust that face? Like what? Which the face? face oh, of the
0: Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. The rat? You
3: know, they the actually rat? have it's a so sensory untrustful. Sunday <laughs> where they don't bring out the puppets two hours before they open for what? kids that have sensory yeah. issues. That
2: was my little sister. Mm-hmm. What the She's fuck? She's not about that life.
1: Sensory? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ.
3: I'm telling you, there's a lot going on with kids
2: now.
1: what? What? what about sensory? Like because it's sensory overload i guess mm-hmm. so people who are kids that are too sensitive they uh, have no puppets for them oh okay on, on like, that,
0: like that pokemon episode that gave kids seizures <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
2: oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah that's yeah. exactly <laughs> something <Okay>. there. Uh, <laughs>
0: that's <yeah>. so funny
1: <laughs> okay so if you have no mental issues we've established this because i've yeah. asked you like 20 times <laughs> sorry, uh, what, what, is, what is your what is the basis <laughs> of your comedy like what, what do you kind of talk about in your comedy do you have like a unifying theme or are you just kind of like doing uh, one liners or?
3: No, it's just basically all. It's just this is what's going on. And this is if you're single, I remember being single. Here's what happened when I was single. If you want to know what married life is like, here's what happened with me and my husband the other day. I mean, I obviously uh, cut the fat. It's not like I tell a, a story word for word. You know, I know how to cut the fat from a story, but I'm always. There's just things so you're jumping
1: I'm, around. You have a lot of different things. It's not that you very talk about.
3: like topical, right? Like it's more no. I don't personal, talk about. Yeah, it's more personal.
1: It's more personal. Definitely more personal. Uh, family and kids and something like that. Yeah. Now, okay.
3: but I also have been single for a long time and not had kids for a long time, so it's not like I can't relate to that. It's just because my comedy when I first started was definitely a lot dirtier, definitely <laughs> a lot this and that and blah blah. blah. But now it's because people. If they've known me for a long time, they're like, Ro, you can do the show, but just don't be too dirty. And I'm like, uh, guys, what the fuck? I've Even ca- now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I've literally had somebody that just hit me up. Do you want to come do the show? It's okay. We know you're dirty. I'm like, <laughs> uh- what the fuck? <laughs> I go. You guys, that was was like six years ago. Come on, what the?
0: He's probably like a total freak in real life. Oh, because I've (laughs) also
3: I've also been when I've been booked for shows, I get booked on the dirty show. So it's not like I don't know how I could do both. But the thing is, plus I'm also because of my accent when I get on stage, I'm a little you know.
1: Do you play up your accent? Are you?
3: Yeah, for the most part, but not not like a. It's more of a subconscious. Not like thing. a character. It's mm-hmm. not like I I have to go up there and be in New York. It just happens because when I'm up there, my energy is different. Mm-hmm. It's all total, but it's not like, oh, this is me. Blah blah blah. It it's just a natural thing. Like I love being on stage. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I I get a high from it. It's right. just, I uh, especially now. My first few years were just. I mean, I've had bombing so bad that I. I had an out-of-body experience. I literally watched myself on stage going, you're dying and let's just get through this gig and get in the car and we'll never be back in Allentown, Pennsylvania again. Get but the you fuck like out need out that. Allentown, you Pennsylvania. absolutely need to bomb. Is, it's like oh, yeah, I bombed. And I'm yeah. telling you, people say they have bombed whatever. All- all- well, For me, well,
1: first of all, you were playing oh. in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Was, that, that's yeah, that's a, a hard ass town. Oh, right? oh yeah. That's, yeah. That's, isn't that mostly like rednecks? Rednecks and Amish people. Oh, yeah. It has a big Amish population. Oh, yeah. it terrible. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember. Were I, you doing dirty stuff to the Amish? I don't
3: even remember. Were you telling
1: Amish tick shows? It's
0: like Amish are dirty motherfuckers. Well, no, they're filthy, but. I I remember I was
3: driving from New York (laughs) to the gig and there was a monsoon and there was like, whoa, you know how the weather in New York could be like,
2: hold on. I know. But can you explain what is a monsoon?
3: It's like a terrible rainstorm that happens in Africa. So I'm just exaggerating. Okay, no, no, because I I know
2: the only reason I ask is because I noticed that. Um, East coast, the way the weatherman describes things versus like West coast, oh, yeah. like we use like just like the basic terminology. Yeah, there's weird differences yeah, like that. Oh, like, I it's I like tropical storm. No, but I've heard that, yeah. like in Florida. But I was like, what? The, what is that? No, you know what I sh- mean?
3: I've 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 driven through <laughs> literally huge. I remember one time I was driving this gig in Jersey with my friend, and I had like a 1991. LeBaron with a convertible top. And <laughs> oh we were driving like our notebooks Gosh. on the head. Like, we're going to die. It was hailing. You're going to get my car, out of there. <laughs> my car flooded out. It just stopped in the middle. We're like, we can't go anywhere. We were Man. literally stuck in the middle of Jersey. Like, you
0: don't see a LeBaron in the road anymore. No, you don't. No. And there's a good no. reason
3: for that. They're terrible. <laughs> the ground. it huh? would beep when I backed up. Yeah. Do you know what it's like to drive in a car that beeps when you back up? Mm-hmm. I remember I was performing at the comic strip live. Right. <laughs> and I was coming from another gig. It was like the 12. I think I had like the 1245 spot because the comic strip would book you really late. I do prom shows at like 245 in the morning. Right. Jesus this, Christ. Yeah. This happened to be the 1230 show. Right. So I was on for the first spot and I was like, OK, I got I found a spot right in the front. There was a huge line waiting outside to get in because Chris Rock had stopped by and the show was running late. And I was like, oh, my, I found a spot and I. I had to back up and all of us was <laughs> beep, beep. And I got out every and everybody was staring. I was like, don't fucking talk, talk to me. Talk
2: about a conversation started. Oh, it was like- terrible.
3: And I remember one night we were in a diner because Lisa would have to go to a diner after every show. We just, she'd do a show. Let's go to the diner. Oh, okay. I'm going to the diner. I, I just drank coffee because I was so tired what right. did she
1: do did she, did she eat she just did wanted to eat, to eat. Yeah. and hit on Dead black Dead guys time. she had a like she had a issue right she had a uh, uh, eating disorder she after. ate i think a lot. she talked about that yeah in, she, in, uh, she ate a, a lot she never says. drank
3: she ate a lot and right. she liked to hit on black guys and i was like her little like go talk to that, that guy over there
1: oh you were like the <laughs> oh i was her pimp yeah you were pimping around like that
3: guy with the patch go talk to him oh what would you say to the i am like hey my friend likes <laughs> like I was terrible at it. I was terrible at it, and we were. Was would that like, would that work most of the time? Sometimes they'd be like, because
1: black guys. He's like, apparently, I'll you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've heard through the grapevine that they like the. Oh no, they would labels, talk to her.
3: Right? Oh, like with the derrier, huh <laughs> yeah. The, the, the big yeah. white girls. right? Well, she was like kind of like a, a presence when she would go out. So guys would talk to her, mm. um, and I remember one night we were at this. Di- <laughs> we always went to this one diner on like Ninth and Twenty Third, and we were sitting there talking, and next to us was LL Cool J. Stop. Yeah. With his assistant and his, like, a vice president. Like, the record label guys. Just four of them. So Lisa's just like, excuse me. Are you LL Cool J? And he goes, (laughs) I am. And we're like, oh, hey. So we ended up having, like, a conversation with him, like, I don't know, for, like, half an hour, 45 minutes. And um, he's like, well, this is my assistant. She's like, well, this is my assistant. I was like, "Oh my, cool, whatever. It's LL Cool J. I don't care. You're wearing hats. I don't care. And then he got... He, they went out, they left, and you, it's big glass window, so you see everything. So they go to the assistant's convertible Mercedes, and he kind of looks at me and he goes like, Mwah, like that with the, you know, the whole. Oh, L- and I was does, like, oh my God, it's all cool he, I love that. And he him. licked his. Oh, you did the whole got in the car. <laughs> and I was like, come on, Lisa, let's go to my. Convertible <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hold on. So, so
1: LL Cool J took Lisa Lampanelli out to a convertible and fucked her. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no,
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> that wasn't happening. And plus two, she asked him, "Do you do you cheat on your wife?" Like she straight right. up. Right. I was about to say,
2: I'm pretty positive. He's, he's "Wait, like, he's
1: married." Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. And he's like, "I thought I thought was... you were saying that Lisa Lisa left with LL Cool J, oh, J no, into a no, no. convertible." <laughs> I was like, "What?" You would have oh. heard that story.
2: That would have been. <laughs> Wait, I, I love that you, you're, you. I love these diners because I feel like
0: so much of comedy yeah, is no, diners. No, like that's the creative spot. Is oh, it it diners. really? Is, what love we diners. Yeah. Oh,
1: we have we have diners. We have crazy diners. Males, you, you got, got Mel's. You got uh, what? Well, Kork- Denny's,
0: even Denny's. I don't cool.
3: Denny's. Uh, I can't Corkies. do Denny's.
1: Where's that fucking the Jewish one in the West oh, Hollywood?
3: Um, Brents. No, Brent's isn't no, no, no. the Valley. I'll take you there. We well, gotta there's always Cantors. When the Cantors. 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 Yeah. Okay, but here's...
2: You know, I love canters. I don't love going down um, Fairfax. Oh, no. you, like why the par- not? Well, the yeah, parking oh, just sucks. Parking Cantors has its I mean, own it has, parking. It's par- I know, but just like getting...
3: Wait till you get to the Valley. Oh, it's such a situation. Yes, when I make my pilgrimage yes. over <laughs> here. It's Wait till sad. you get there. I'll, we'll go to Deli's.
2: <clears throat> yeah, because, you know...
1: Deli's after shows, man. Well,
3: that's the thing.
2: Like I'm telling you, like after the shows... I feel like you have to drive to a certain point, like it's it's outside of the realm of your like where you want to go. Yeah, well, but it's
1: worth
0: it. Uh, and
2: yeah. then yeah. if they don't have the marketing, well, that's the most has. fun
1: part of the show. It's not even the show; it's that it's that deli part yeah, with it's the, the, the other comedians. Part, yeah.
2: I guess I just, <laughs> I, I guess like I maybe I'm just slightly jelly of um, like New York in the sense that like oh, you could just, just walk fucking, or yeah, you could just take a lift. I attack. I, well, you know what I mean? at
3: the time, you know, I was driving in from Queens because I lived in Queens in like a basement apartment. So actually I started when I was in like my first apartment, I started comedy. Then I moved back home for like a few months and I Mm -hmm. moved to my own apartment. So I was driving in, but I was driving against traffic. Oh, right. So I knew all the little spots to get in and and, where to park your car and where to park. Yeah. You just had to figure it out. I've literally, I mean, I've almost thrown down for a parking spot because the parking garages in Manhattan are like 45 bucks. So you're not going to park in a parking garage. You're not getting paid, Mm. you know, or you're getting paid in sushi or whatever it was like, you're like, (laughs) I'm not, Paying for a park. Hey, that's an upgrade. Right. Getting paid
1: in sushi is way better than it getting paid in like no, chicken that was, tenders. That just you know? shows you, you know, she's got good taste. That's right? an upper she's class. Like,
3: dropping, like, mm. It was a sushi bar we performed at. And they, yeah, they that's an upper class
1: sushi. comedian, right? right? You get paid in sushi.
3: Yeah, we got paid in sushi. Mm. But, you know, but I mean, you would literally have to. I remember, I specifically remember one night, 45 minutes, I was driving around looking for a spot and I saw somebody getting out. I was about to pull in, some dude pulled up and took the spot. I park my car. I, I go up to him and go, Get the fuck out of the spot. Did You take that. two seconds out. Oh, okay, bye. I had that look in my eye like, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> like, get the fuck out. No problem. Yeah. Oh, so you know i When
1: you were saying that, I was like, Yeah, the Staten Island accent's coming no, out. No, I was.
3: <laughs> I was Long, Long Island. Long Island. Yeah. And, I got
0: to remember that. Geez, I had a random thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, why do clowns never consider themselves as comedians?
3: Uh, maybe because they don't have to I don't know Talk yeah, It's just a <laughs> weird Mime. thing Mime. Like Clowns are their <laughs> own of a weird thought clowns. That is no, a I
0: love Pretty a random I thought like They're not they're, They don't consider themselves comedians though Well are if they... you have
1: to fucking juggle and wear a face Yeah you know? Like, like that's not You're not a comedian Yeah
0: because, yeah, you're clowns performer. have to rely on, well, like, the cliche shoes. of what a clown is. And yeah. and that's all they are. It's really I, I think, sad.
1: Uh, I think, unfortunately, the clowning business is dead. It's dead and it's not coming dead. back.
0: It, it only can be alive in, like, a <laughs> horror kind of context. Yeah,
1: Just and so. nobody wants to hire a clown for the horror aspect of clowns. I, I don't
2: – I'm not a clown Unless person. If you're a, you We're not a, a clown person. What if you nobody. run a
0: haunted house? You, all you have to do is hire a bunch of clowns. I think that's probably their biggest
2: work is in October or – November. <laughs> I honestly think that's when they should just go. But I was going to say that actually they have clowning classes yeah. for comedians, like just like almost like extracting the all. The oh, and like circuses
3: need right? clowns. Yeah,
1: there's no circuses anymore. Circuses circus? are almost completely are dying bad? off because <gasps> no, but the, the they, circuses are, are dying of off.
0: County fairs or circus? No, I'm, I'm
1: talking about okay. circuses uh, because the the whole animal cruelty oh, yeah, thing. Oh yeah, they're doing yeah. digital
2: animals. Yeah. yeah, who the fuck oh, wants like, to go do, to a fucking tent and see digital animals? It's like, see remember, digital like, animals. it's like, remember,
4: what yeah, was it? Holograms. Was it Tupac oh, okay. performing? Yeah.
2: Okay, I don't want to so see a digital,
1: I don't want like to watch a digital elephant jump that's through a lame. flaming hoop.
2: They're okay. kind of making, <laughs> I mean, I haven't gone, but they're kind of making it really cool and interactive. Like maybe you have an elephant right next to you and then there's a tiger. I mean, you will
3: see less tiger attacks on people, yeah. which is too bad. But less blood. That's
1: unfortunate. I want to see those tiger
3: attacks.
2: Um i'm not a big you know i'm always conflicted but now that i have kids i can't even deal with it. it's like i wasn't into the zoo but now that you have kid, you'll have you go anywhere oh yeah you know what i mean like you're like you're oh, yeah. yeah my
1: friend has a kid and he just fucking every weekend he's going to legoland he's going to SeaWorld, he's going to this he's going well, to that fancy he's going to the Jesus. fucking ice capage yeah. Wait, what job do they have yeah. well, he's, he's, he's divorced Jeez. so he's you know, oh okay he's trying to Oh,
0: he's up. trying to
1: one up his wife. Yeah, is that what it is? Like?
0: Probably. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. I,
3: like it. I Daddy shakes me to Legoland. <laughs> Give me all those. Passes. Daddy cheated on mommy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm over here
2: giving away blood just to take my daughter to Disneyland. It's kind of a weird <laughs> my way travel way to have,
4: town is like, free. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind
0: of a weird way to have like inspiration in life, is to just one
1: up your like divorced wife. Yeah, it just seems so <laughs> mid- like I don't know, like people who have kids, I just I can't I can't uh, sympathize. I can't empathize with them, you know, like you Can't yeah. I, you really? really can't. Yeah, you can't. Um, yeah um, until you do, because kids to me—I'm a photographer and I deal with a lot of children. Wait, deal with they're just—they're just fucking annoying. Like I hate them. You know?
3: Well, like, I not mean, smiling when you want to. Oh move. my
1: god, it's just too much, man.
3: I never said I liked. Kids, <laughs> <Yeah>. But I <laughs> like. Well, you, my, yeah,
1: you were a comedian. and yeah. You were up all all. There's I was never that time, somebody know.
3: that wanted to have kids. I would I, imagine. I, you know. I used to have a bit that, be like, my clock's not ticking because <laughs> I did not have any. Like, I, to, I mean, I just was like, whatever. My friends with kids are tired. I'm all They on the are. Road. They're tired.
1: They're, they always look like ten years older oh, yeah. than than everybody well, else who's the you. same age.
3: Yeah, but <laughs> now you actually black don't crack. Black don't crack. I'm talking about the white people. Well, then I look. I'm actually. he's like he's like we'll just take one. Sixty-two, deflect. Jamie. So I think. <laughs> well, I look you look great. amazing Thank for sixty-two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm twenty-five.
1: A right? hard twenty-five. Yes, um, I can. I can pass. Kids. People think I'm a fucking college student. Like, yeah, I was at Whole Foods, and uh, one of the one of the cashiers was like, "So, are you a student around here?" I'm like, "What?
2: a well, fucking forty, bitch." Yeah, but you, what you know fuck? what, Jamie? The thing is, is like, not only are you Korean, oh. okay. But secondly, like you're not, you don't I mean, have any mature. Is that issues. what you're trying to say? No, I'm saying men, as they get older, especially when they become dads, they get dad weight. Like it is a fact. I mean, they may oh not dad
1: bod. I, I want. I'm legit. fucking. I'm scared to death of so, dad bod. I do not ever that. want that. Well, but
2: chicks, I like
0: Like dig dad bod. That's not true. Yeah, well, no, yes. no. I think chicks hate like skinny, weak framed men. Yeah, I
2: I think as you get older, and and this uh-huh. could be every woman's, you know, different. But I think like. First of all, I was much thinner as like a young girl. You know what I mean. Don't even know so what you like you're
3: about you look fine to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying as you get old, like I love that my husband put on weight. Like really, I it's so sexy. I I don't need that chisel. Whatever. So he must
0: be like he he must have been really thin when you met him. Then he was because be, he, he was, was a fighter, like, so he was always cutting okay. weight. Oh, okay, that's why. I mm. actually used to
2: say he looked like a Yves Saint Laurent like runway, you know. And I was like, but someday. You know, that will change. And it did.
3: And I love it.
1: I think it happens when you have kids. I think biologically, like, Mm -hmm. shit just happens to you when you have kids.
3: And here's the thing. It's a... I mean, the way you feel about kids, it's fine. I have... Friends that are women that don't want... like don't want kids. They don't really want to be around kids. Everybody thinks
1: that's... It. Like, culturally, people think that's sad. Like, ooh, he's old. And no, he I don't I don't think
3: having that. kids is for everybody. I mean, yeah. honestly, if I never... Especially
1: for women, though. Like, people yes. really look down on women who no, are, like, do. 50 years old and don't have kids. Well, and that's the thing a shame. Is, yeah.
3: And you mm-hmm. should do... Look, there. this is what does happen, though. When you have kids and then you have your friends that don't have kids and then they're like... Oh, you know, you know what you should do, Ro? You should just go and meditate and write in a journal. You spend some time. And you're like, what the fuck are you t- What? What? Write in a journal. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm trying to keep two sure, human right. beings alive. Okay? Mm-hmm. That is my goal. All Seriously. right? I don't have time for tea in the morning and a 15-minute meditation. Okay? I have a like, two-year-old. Have a, do they have a nanny? Yeah. I'm like, what? And they don't, they just don't have. And that's fine. It, oh. I have not had kids for a very long time. So I understand. But we're not going to be able to. You we're not on this. We're not gonna. Right now, I can't talk to you about you know how hard it is to you know. Yeah, it's so your it's so around. difficult. It's I, I so fucking difficult. It's So much work. You're right? so tired. Like you're tired. You are tired yeah. because you Always. wake when you wake up. Like when I used to be single and not have kids, I would wake up and be like, "All right, I know what I'm going to do today. I'm going to. I wake up, throw some cat food down at noon. You cats. wake up at noon. And <laughs> right? like, oh, now gonna, mind you, I did gonna, a lot when I was yeah. when I I would yeah. work so I worked all day and I would also do comedy all like every night. So I was busy. It wasn't like I was like, Oh, I'm sitting here all by myself. Lonely. I, I was
1: meditating and writing in your journal. I will tell you, I
3: was meditating <laughs> in your and your writing writing my journal.
2: just like, you know, finding things to do. I will
3: tell you <laughs> that what I do sometimes think about like, cause everybody goes, do you ever, I don't regret having kids. I love my kids. I love my family. I only sometimes think about those times when I live by myself and I could come home. And just shut the door, yeah. And that was it. I could eat if I wanted to. I could drink if I, I could do whatever. I could go to bed. I miss baths. Yeah, I could take a bath. It's so sad. You'd you know like...
1: what? I'm gonna wait. Uh, I'm gonna wait <laughs> <was> until I'm <laughs> gonna I'm, for, for kids, right? Yeah. I'm gonna wait until they have like a a, a matrix incubator. You know, because I want to just take like well, my baby coming. that I have yeah. mm-hmm. and like plug them into the matrix. And put him in like a little incubator and just wait until he's like twelve. You can what, just adopt him. And then, oh, yeah, I, and then I can just have adopt. fun with him after. You can adopt a
2: fifteen-year-old, you know? old and yeah. then you only. I'm have not fun. doing that. That's but, three but it's, years.
0: It's kind of like that, though. You just just get him an iPad and, and
2: not care. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! No, well, listen, look. Well, I've had a VR
3: headset, and just <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. You're so you're, you're to so zoned out that by the time you blink, they will be twelve. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you're just like, what? Okay. I mean, And I they're a... yours. Yeah. Um, well, oh
0: I my. think you need two things to like really uh be suited to be a parent, like altruism and really high self-esteem. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so,
1: man. There's plenty of selfish people who have, who have mm-hmm. kids. In fact, most of the parents no, I are mean, I mean, I'm saying
0: like for people that are suited yeah. to be parents. <laughs> and and, yeah. and, and, and <laughs> just most Not people in people general that <laughs> happen to have kids. Yeah.
3: Right. Well, we We made a I mean, it was one of those like, okay, Chris and I met it. Just we had a when we met, we just met. It was I actually met him because I went into US Bank to get a loan. And, and he was working my at that, loan at the officer, loan? and got me a great interest rate. Wow! And then
1: um, you dated your loan we, officer. Yeah,
3: I dated my banker, nice. and um, and then we when we started dating, it was just like, oh, cool. It was never like, oh, I wonder if he's going to show. It just happened. It was just a natural thing. He loved that's, that I was doing comedy. That's, that's good. the trick,
1: man. That's a trick of yeah. biology.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was. Ju- it was just like, okay, cool. And then we said, okay, well, we moved in together. Then we were like, okay, he wants to have a family. I was like, if we have a family, I'd like to be married just because right. that's how I'd like to do it. So the thought of having a family with him was a really... It was organic. Like, yeah, it was a warming right. idea to me. I was like, I want to have a family with him. thats
0: mm. I think that's the way you should do it because mm-hmm. I think uh, t- like a lot of kids are just like eugenically born and there's something Mm -hmm. evil about it. Well, yeah. yeah, Like
3: they're trying to fill up in this gap or like Mm -hmm. they think it'll fill a void or save a marriage. A a kid is not going to save a marriage. I'm telling (sighs) you, it's, it's just not. It's it's dates so
1: like when, when you go on dates with girls and you just smell the desperation in them. Yeah, just that like, has never
0: happened to me.
1: You don't, you don't, wait, you wait, don't wait. experience <laughs> that where, where girls go out with you and like the the second question they ask you is Jamie, like, no, oh, do you, you want to have kids? Jamie, oh, do you, no, are you looking to get no, married? Oh, what are you, what are you looking maximum. to do? What are you looking to do? That are you has looking never to? Happened to, this to me. This really? is I almost feel like yeah.
2: you're boasting over here. This is not boasting. I fucking
1: hate that. It is actually it's it's you know what that's the equivalent right of girls going out on dates with guys and then them smelling like, oh, this person just wants to fuck me. I just want to be used. I'm just going to be used as a fucking hole for them to, you know, like come inside of, right? Guys feel the same way. Guys feel the same way about girls that want to just marry them like immediately. Like, oh, are you looking to get married? Is that like, are you just, are you just trying to fuck around or are you going to get married? Are you going to do serious? It's like the first date they're asking about that marriage. They're asking never about kids. To that sounds know?
2: that sounds terrible. It's that Jesus sounds Christ. terrible, but yeah. but I was going to say, "Ro, um, you know, you've been in a relationship, a healthy relationship for a really long time. Like, do you have any advice, Maximo, you know, is really trying to get out there and date and he's finding himself <laughs> having some trouble <laughs> dating somebody?" Yeah.
0: Wait. I, I say, are "Do you, co- are you, right? wait, what was have that? Have you been
3: on a date in a while?" No. Okay. Are you on like the dating websites? Yes. And how does it go? I heard they're terrible.
0: Oh yeah, they're fucking horrible. They're yeah. ten
1: times worse for Asians. Yeah, that's Asian males.
0: Problem. Is there Asian
3: an males. Asian website? I guess. I think but, there is like, one
1: for Asian women to date white men, but there's nothing, <laughs> no, yeah. there's, there's nothing <laughs> I mean, for nothing for no, Asian men. <laughs> yeah. No way. Asian men are persona non grata.
3: I I will <laughs> oh. I will say though. I mean, I've been in a relationship for a while now but i honestly did not have many relationships at all i had like one other one yeah Maybe me too i've only two had like one. three but you didn't have problems
2: dating like
3: i wouldn't call it dating well dating, i would call the it dating
2: umbrella and then there's yeah. like bed buddies you know what, i did friends have friends with benefits yes
3: did you have a lot of Consistent friends with benefits
2: dating? as a comedian
1: on the road yes yeah. i did and did you have road dick only once, <laughs> only once, one time. All that like twenty, like how many years of years, ten, ten twenty plus years. years, twenty years of on the road. Yes, you only had one road dick.
3: Yeah, and you know what it was? What it was upstate New York. <laughs> oh, it's gross! That's
1: disgusting road. <laughs> no, dick. you think? No, you think? It's not even like LA no, no. road. It's pretty dick. though. Here's what
3: happened. Um, we used to play this place called Lake Ontario Playhouse, and okay. the thing about the playhouse, I Lisa would headline, I would open. We also had Wendell, who was our gay opening act, and I remember. <laughs> Wendell was kind of closer in age to Lisa. So when we would go up to the specific gig, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of military, too, because um, they had Fort Drum right there. So the way they set up the club was the, the playhouse was there. It was a big, really nice place. But he had made the upstairs your room to stay. Because it was like, oh, like a little tr- lodging. Yeah. It was oh, great so they would actually
1: put you up, huh?
3: Yeah, so you would do the show and then you could just go upstairs have a drink, go upstairs, and go to sleep. You
1: know what that was his fucking that was his uh play. Ooh. Yeah, he would just fuck everybody that came <laughs> because No, no. Oh, was just literally, no that know? was that was, was
3: the owner character? was very uh involved in married. <laughs> this was one one time we go up there and here's the other thing. When we would go up to these um places Sometimes Lisa didn't want to stay the night. She would just... Yeah, uh, she's a headliner. She would, she would probably want
1: to go to like a hotel or something. No no, right? no, no,
3: no. She wanted to drive back home.
1: Oh, Jesus. Whoa. From upstate New York. Yeah.
3: Like if we did a Friday night show, we'd That's stay like the eight night. we do a Saturday drive. night show. She'd be like, we're going home. We're stopping at Denny's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Drive back. And then I'd have to, I'd work the next day, right? One time I couldn't because there was an ice storm. And they're like, hey, you're not going anywhere. Like literally, you can't <laughs> go anywhere. There's ice. You can't get in your car. So, um what I remember we would go up there and Lisa would look at the because there's only two rooms it was like feature headliner. But we had me and Wendell and then her. And I remember she was like, I'm taking the headliner room. And Wendell's like, I don't think so. Me and Ro were sharing a room. <laughs> we're getting the headliner room, going to the feature. Like he was oh. very like, because he's Nothing. like, uh, no, we have to share a bed. So no, you know, right. he was very like, this is what we're doing. And that is it. So I remember. I love my queen. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, whatever Wendell said. Th- okay. W- it's cool, right? And she's yeah, you're like. you're not allowed
1: to say that as a straight woman. You're not allowed to say that. Oh, but no, a gay man and, can say that. And
3: though. Lisa was like, you're right. Because <laughs> it was true. We were sharing a room. You get the smaller room. Right. So I remember we um, we got up there. I think me. And Wendell was like my best friend. So I didn't care if I was sharing a, a bed right. with him. Right. But I remember like um, we got up there and somebody knocked on the door because my car or something was like parked in the parking lot and wendell closes the door he goes oh my god the most amazingly beautiful man just open the door i will find out if he's straight or gay and one of us will have him like <gasps> that, that was like his <laughs> thing because yes. he was a, a really attractive guy okay and so i was like okay cool so we were kind of flirting 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 throughout the night but blah, blah. he worked there right
1: what did he do was he a-
3: he like uh, did like maintenance around And he, i remember he was, was a he maintenance a, was man was he a brother Ma- no he was like black Irish, not not they consider black Irish. They're not black, but they have all the features like darker hair, darker. But oh, no, I know skin. they're like,
2: um, I know you're talking
3: about he kind of looked like Clark Kent, you know, like he just mm. had a really he was a really good looking guy. So we do the show, blah, blah, blah. And we're flirting with each other after. But me and Lisa decide to play. Um, I think we played pool and that or no, 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 he and I, he goes, "Do you want to play a game of pool? I was like, yeah, sure. Cool. Well, I was such a like aggr I was terrible at flirting. That's why I never really got any action on the road. And I was just really aggressive in my twenties, you know. And so You're aggressive with a guy. With guys. What I do, just what does know that how look to flirt. like
1: if you're when you're aggressive with a guy, what does that look like? Well, I'll
3: like? show you what it looks like. We put the uh, the quarters up there and he was putting quarters into the thing and he like leaned against me as like a like to flirt. Right, and right. I hip checked him and his face went like <laughs> like boom, right? Like I practically broke his nose and he's like what the fuck like <laughs> i was like oh my god i think i don't think i'm gonna have sex with and then um uh, he's like i've never had anything almost like had to go before. to the hospital um and then he realized it wasn't broken he just had like a bruise bruises on his eyes and a, gash on his face and then we ended up having sex like on the pool table Wow, Damn. he had the gash on his face. He had the gash on his face. I used to have a joke about it. I was like, if we had to have a sore gash, so did I. I mean, that was ridiculous. You he had, he had so, sex on on top of
1: a pool, pool table. table. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's rude for other pool table I know. players. No, I know it was rude. because you you know the the thrusting will probably like make that pool table shift a little bit, probably, and then all the balls will just kind of roll into yeah. one direction. No, it was later.
3: rude, but. You know, but, but, hey. Yeah. That's,
0: what what, uh,
1: what about the like orgasm? Like a, a Where did the orgasm happen?
3: I don't even know. It was like so. Qu- it wasn't like the most co- amazing thing of my life. It he was didn't was just,
1: come on the pool table, right? There's no thanks. So. I mean, I don't. I know. hope not. There's,
3: they
2: could. I was like, me. I
3: was. We were when we were having sex. Like, I can't believe it was really happening because I just almost broke his face. And I think he was like trying to push me off the pool t- just for revenge. Did he come
1: into a corner pocket?
3: Maybe. Who knows?
2: Wait. Jamie. I don't okay. know. He might have been known It be song. better than on the no felt.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you don't want to I, come on the felt. I agree. You're right. Pretty sure. Because
2: he probably had to clean it anyway, right? He was yeah, helping he was out the maintenance. <laughs> I'm sure he, he took yeah. it. But I was going to say the moral of that that I took away. And did he call it? Was that yeah. Maximo is sh- in the needs left a queen as his like wingman.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that would be good.
0: Yeah, you know, I was actually thinking of like. Um, Maximo doesn't need. I think no, no, he's no, wingman. I was thinking of like. Like there's so many situations where if you just like acted like a gay man, it would be so much less awkward. Yeah, but this is unfortunately yeah.
3: not like a rom com. So eventually yeah. they'd be like, yeah. Why did you pretend you're gay? Yeah.
2: And not only that, I don't think Oh no, this is know.
1: a this is a thing. I used to do that oh to, you really
2: yeah. tell me about it yeah you mean like flamboyant because so, like you can be gay and not be like
1: well know? i mean the idea like okay so back when i was living in new york i was okay. uh basically going out every single day to go pick up on girls you know okay. like this was just like that my, was like your goal it was basically I was, I was in grad school but not really i was just there to fucking meet girls essentially you know Got it. and one of my one of my periods of game was like uh not necessarily acting like a gay person, but uh, acting slightly elevatedly flamboyant, oh, so oh. that the girl doesn't quite know whether Metro you're gay sexual. And, yeah, like in, in terms of I, yeah, I already is dress. Is he gay or not? Yeah, exactly. And, so, and then the, you can you can get away with a lot more shit. You know, mm-hmm. like you can it's kind like of uh, you can line. say a lot more like gross stuff. You can kind of uh, do a lot more like you know. Um, Jeez, I will you take can, that. You can get physically closer and stuff part. like that.
2: Maxwell, yeah. I honestly, and I think I've said this before. I don't think. Your issue is meeting people. I think it's being in places, yeah, I was to meet say, yeah.
3: people. Do you like, go out?
2: Um, Not no. that
3: I'm saying like the club scenes were. to go. I'm just saying, do you go to places where you're like, oh, I could set myself up to? I think see every someone. time I've gone out Not with Maximo, really,
1: right? Every time like me and Maximo have gone out, we've met girls. Where'd you go? You know,
2: like what's an example of a place you went?
1: Various bars. Uh, I don't you know. think that's
2: Maximo's. I don't think that that's where. His personality would really shine at a bar. Hmm. Yeah, where do you think you would shine the most?
0: That's a that's a tough question. I don't. I think like an internet forum. <laughs> but, okay, okay but, but oh. would I mean if we're being honest? <laughs> Wait, would you
2: would you want to be with a woman that's? Into that, like, or do you are you looking for someone who's opposite? Like, bring something else. Like, do you guys do you want to be with someone who's going to both be on forms with you, or like Comic Con? Like, I was, like, I was just going Go yeah. to say Comic Con. Go uh, to we, Comic Con. We went to Comic Con last I, year. We're going, oh, yeah. right, guys? Yeah, I hope
1: so. If Maximo okay. gets his passes.
0: Yeah, uh, it's that situation's weird. I don't know why they didn't mail it or because i don't know anybody else that got theirs either it's weird yeah
2: okay well on another note i have an idea i think you should take your guitar and i think you should just go to like a coffee shop and i think you should go out on the patio of so it needs to be a coffee shop oh no that's so douchey
1: people People think you're homeless I well, hate people who play guitar. Yeah, okay,
0: what about... Just don't have a sign by you. Yeah, threw dimes at me, you know. Damn,
2: okay. Because okay. there's this couple... It's so desperate. Kids, they sing. I, thought that was, I think that would be P- like... People who bring guitars...
0: Yeah, but, but not people if you don't look, look like home. a bum, though. I might as well just put a fedora on, too. Like,
2: <laughs> okay, okay, I have another... I have a, okay. Our bring guitars <laughs> might be good, <laughs> though, to meet I have a comeback. Somebody. I have a comeback. Okay. Okay, go volunteer and do something like clean up the beach or something or,
1: or at, a, at a pet something to do with yes, pets like yeah. go help go volunteer, volunteer at a, pet, something a pet store, store or something. go to like, county
2: fairs um you know something county fairs well, oh. I, I
0: actually kind of want to bring up and pick like, up a uh, carny
2: <laughs> 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 why
3: can, not if it works
1: you're gonna fuck this Ooh, dirty girl that runs it, a roller Jamie.
3: coaster <laughs> don't <laughs> judge <laughs> it if you can get a little carny ass why she not? may have hey, two teeth but she runs the tilt-a-whirl
1: and she's open 24 hours you know
0: well,
2: he
3: can handle.
0: Well, I I, I, I want to bring up uh, this whole issue of uh, of like covert covert narcissism, which I think I have. Uh, so
3: you're a narcissist.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's not. I'm not an overt narcissist. I think I'm what they call like a covert narcissist, What's which the is difference? like I'm gonna Google it. Which right is now. like a kind of person. I mean, I, I I can only I'm only similar in terms of like. Uh, like the kind of traits that they have in terms of like, like, Oh, I'm, uh, I'm shy and anxious. And I feel like I need to be like the victim in all situations. And uh, and maybe you should go to a 12 step meeting uh, and you'll
3: meet somebody there
0: yeah wait but but they're the good. S- i mean they're good but the I only mean, thing Al-Anon. like then
3: you get your I, twin I, like
0: <laughs> maybe actually that's the kind of weird go thing, to codependent too, <laughs> is go that, to uh, sex and love addiction for some reason i uh, ever since i discovered <laughs> this this whole covert narcissism thing I, I actually realized that like i'm mostly
1: also attracted to other covert narcissists um. yeah
3: well what oh okay. wow this
1: looks this really sounds like a lot of people i know maybe even myself i don't know Okay, seven signs of an introvert slash covert narcissist. Oh, slash, okay. okay. So here we go. It describes
0: so many people. It actually. really does.
1: Yeah. And that, That's the problem with uh, narcissism is mm-hmm. that it just kind of describes everybody in LA to a certain extent. Yeah, that's you know. true. That's it but, like, pretty much does. Maybe but, you
3: have to go to another state. Yeah, I think oh, you, yeah, you do. recruit.
2: Wait a minute. My cousin recruited to a state, so he recruited, well, okay, he didn't recruit, but basically he was dating um what Would you call that when they're not in the same long distance? Long, distance I've been in the day so long. long. What do you call it when they're like day? long
1: distance away <laughs> from you and you're in a relationship? You mean
2: long distance? Oh, that yeah, that's very, very oh, yeah, true. far distance. Oh, um, in another state because that was a state he wanted to move to. Found someone and now he's very happy, and you know, you just need to do it backwards. Yeah, like, who how wants you can to make move. Okay, okay, what are the, okay, the
1: seven so traits? Seven yeah. traits that uh, uh, trait number one. Quiet, smugness, or superiority. Oh, yeah, totally.
4: <laughs> so you have that. <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: Two, two, obviously, for all narcissists, is self-absorption, which I think everybody has a certain deal of Well, when you have kids, that all goes out the window. I'm like, where? Um, self-absorption.
3: Three, I'm lucky if I
1: shower. Three, lack of empathy.
3: Oh, oh, no, I'm an empathy. empath. Yeah. I'm not an
0: I, I mean, yeah. I, I have empathy. I don't know.
1: feel like you have lack of empathy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Four, you... four, passive aggressiveness. Oh, I'm, <gasps> I'm really passive Yeah, definitely, okay. you're definitely. Are passive Oh,
0: totally. Yeah. Okay.
1: Five, highly sensitive. Uh,
4: yes. Oh. I'm highly yes. sensitive. Yeah. I'm sensitive.
1: Six, the misunderstood special person in quotation. Oh, totally. That, yeah. Misunderstood
3: yeah. special person in what? In quotation marks. Oh, okay. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Misunderstood. That's, yeah. that's
1: every fucking artist, though. That's every artist you've ever met. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous right now. Yeah, that's. That's uh, seven impersonal and difficult relationships
2: no
3: <gasps> Wait, yeah. But I so you have so the person has impersonal or difficult relationships with yes. other people oh yeah. that's kind of everybody though i don't know no. like don't these internet things i that. can't that's
2: not projected over here i yeah. think it's I'm like we personal. should have a quiz
3: on facebook are you a narcissist
2: yeah because i think i'm very personal mm. but i also you know know read I mean? like I'm, i'll um, hug a person um, when it's not uh, appropriate uh, well,
3: I also <laughs> read
0: somewhere that, like, you have to be abusive to technically be a narcissist. Yeah, so I think not, that's the difference. I'm not I, sure I how that valid that, that is. I there's a
3: lot of different traits that can – because there's different yeah. types of narcissists. I, th- I think there's, there's a lot of different. different types of narcissists. Yeah, there's – it's kind of a broad spectrum, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, um, and there's different levels of being a narcissist, like – some of those, like, I'm sensitive. So it's yeah, like, exactly. I'm so I'm at one degree of a... You know, that kind and of And we thing.
1: all have a certain degree of it. It's like, when does it become disease-worthy? You know, how, yeah, like, I what d- line do you have to cross before... There was this... I know, used to
3: read that. a lot of, like, serial killer stuff just because I had this... Oh, I love serial killer shit. Yeah, yeah, and then once you, like, date a crazy person, you're like, I should not watch Forensic <laughs> Files. So uh,
1: Serial killer podcasts are the greatest thing ever. Oh, they ever. really are, yeah. They, they're
3: just amazing. I used to read books about it, right? And oh. they were saying about one particular... Um, serial killer in New York and I remember all this happening. It was like this guy named Joel Rifkin and his thing was he killed prostitutes because he felt like nobody would find them. Okay. Right. And he it's kind of creepy too when you read about where he would like hunt them down in Manhattan. You're like oh my god I did an open mic on Allen Street. You know like that kind of thing. So the thing that they said because a lot of serial killers they say um, it's like Forms of it. like nobody's born a serial killer. Like there was a book arguing that nobody was born a serial killer. You're made into one from the years of abuse or you know multiple. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, I mean it's a theory from this woman. She, it's like psychology. It's like a psych- psychologist that did a book called "Guilty by Reason of Insanity." Right. Okay. So she was saying that for the most part, the serial killers she's she not worked with, but interviewed and 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 studied. Right. Most of them have had some sort of. Um, Abuse, abuse. Joel Rifkin was kind of the opposite of that. He grew up with a complex from his adopted father that he wasn't good enough. And he was Mm. a narcissist, basically, that had no empathy. So it kind of went against the grain of this particular book. But Mm. Joel Rifkin was literally like he'd have like a body in his trunk driving around without plates. With Naczema under his nose, like what? hoping not to get caught, it's like he wanted to get caught. he
1: have Naczema under his nose because so the he smell was so bad, oh jesus mm-hmm.
3: and and when oh. he got caught, he had like life sentence after life sentence, he actually wrote a program in jail for prostitutes to know what to look for in a serial killer, and like that's the definition oh. of narcissi- like just uh, yeah, like yeah.
1: what a sweetie,
3: yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? (laughs) Actually, um... It makes so much sense, yeah. I mean, just the narcissism from that. Uh,
2: well, um, Samuel Little, I don't know if you guys have heard about him, but he should be, um... I did this thing with this, um, British BBC company where they found out this guy actually is the most notorious serial killer in America. Oh, really? And that he did the same thing. He pried on, um, prostitutes and everything like that. And Mm so... Um, he's already admitted to like I think seventy um, Ooh, killings, but um, there's A's. more. They just have people. to, yeah. They just have to. He's was already this admitted to more. Yeah, it, they just aired in the B, they just aired in the UK. They're going to air it here. Um, oh, creepy. Yeah, it, it was really creepy. Um, and actually, I in, paid in, a prostitute. In the UK, so, well, they recorded it here because, um, you know, it happened here. He was from America. Where, where was he from? Oh gosh, Oregon. No, a he was a he's a brother. He's a brother. Yeah. well That guy. never happens. Yeah, that ne- it's always they a white person. Yes, this is why it was. It, it's crazy. Just look him up, Samuel Little. Um, I'll you know, what I'll even post the the thing on um our our oh page on Instagram, just in case anyone who's listening who's still up can go check it out. Yeah, it's it's wild. Oh. And there's more. Crazy. They just have to prove or find the bodies or the DNA to pr- you know what I mean. That's like, crazy to validate the killing. But he, people. he's not apologetic about it. just like, yes, I killed blah, 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 Okay.
0: Okay. Another, to add on to this kind of criminals doing narcissist altruism, like, you know, Brock Turner, the the Stanford rapist, like he, uh he had ambitions of going like on a speaking tour to like talk to, to kids and like, um you know, about like not going uh, not drinking in, in parties
3: what uh, <laughs> uh, and also don't get caught <laughs> what uh, for, What a day honestly if he fell off a bridge I would not <laughs> even care no, I'd be no. like oh did somebody push you no we're deciding like... it nobody's gonna help him they're gonna take off the suicide you're worth it signs on the Golden Gate Bridge <laughs> there's,
1: uh, there's always I, this kind of level of justification that uh, horrible people have. You know, like Mm -hmm. uh, I remember uh, watching this interview with this serial killer Mm -hmm. and uh, he was talking about like, oh, yeah, I murdered this girl. But like. I didn't stab her in the face because that'd, be, yes. that'd be ridiculous. Like, what what is that all about? I'm not some crazy person that stabs people in the I've face. I've heard that in lock, you know lockdown. What I mean? so, <laughs> yeah. Like, in his mind, perfectly fine to kill somebody, you just don't stab him in the oh, face. It there was know? a like, rapist that did that. He goes, just, just,
3: uh, it's, my victims are still alive. I'm like, yeah. what? Are you talking <laughs> exactly. About? Like, I'm not like those oh. other people. Are you you so, really? I remember one time, there was this one, you know, I I was in my first apartment. Uh, my friend she goes, hey, these guys that I work with are coming over. They're hanging out, blah blah blah. So they come hang out, and then um, it, it you know this guy met and he goes, I go, oh hey, how are you? He goes, you know, I'm just having a day. I'm like, okay. He goes, my uncle's in jail. I was like, so is mine, you know. And then <laughs> I'm like, cool, okay, blah, blah blah. So then like weeks later, my friend calls me. She goes, oh my god, Matt's so upset right now. I was like, why? She goes, oh, his uncle just got the death penalty. And Holy I was like shit. Okay, first of all uh he who what did he, she goes just look at the front page of like Newsday and it was a serial killer because <laughs> that wow. was a serial Whoa. killer that got caught like he got caught because he did the thing with prostitutes went down jamaica avenue brought them back to his apartment when they were going down and he'd like kill them and then um chop up their bodies and then ask his brother to help him like dispose of them i was like okay i love my family but if my brother was like Wait. hey I've got this bag. Don't ask any questions. Let's just throw it in the dumpster. I'd be like, Hey, we're not like, what's in this bag? <laughs> right. And I was like, Well, my just uncle the went dead jail. hookers, just yeah, ho- hooker just, meat. Yeah, hooker, yeah. <laughs> but don't
1: worry, it's organic. It's organic hooker
3: meats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, We have different uncles. It's far my raised. uncle's an alcoholic and kicked a cop car, and that's why he's in jail, not <laughs> no, from like, being a serial killer. Oh. Like, you need to elaborate. No, like but, but this is
2: the same mentality for people who aren't serial killers. You know, yeah, like people <laughs> it's, who are it's like. Justifying. People oh, just justify uh, everything. You know, I stabbed you in the back, but you know what I mean? Like, I waited yeah. until, you know, the. Coast until you was were clear. healthy. But yeah. I kept your kids alive. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know thank what I, I mean? Mind. I kicked you when you were down. Yeah. But the thing is, I was going to do it earlier. I just waited. I, I made it so there's an audience. You know, like. They are just I mean,
3: crazy. Th- th- the
1: deal is that there's, there's always somebody worse, right? So if there's yeah. a serial killer. There's always a worse serial killer. Oh, for sure. And know? that
3: serial killer is mad that there's a better serial killer. Yeah,
1: exactly. So like you can, like no matter what you do in life, you can always poke uh, point at examples that are worse than you and point at examples that are better than you. Oh yeah. You know? So well, you can't really ever say that you're a good person or a bad person because there's always somebody worse, there's always somebody, somebody better. better yeah. No matter where you are in life, always somebody worse, always somebody better. So that that like decision which mm-hmm. is actually kind of like where this whole landmark thing that I keep talking to you guys about. Oh, yeah. you know, like, he's about to drop you know, the call. Uh, Come on. Yeah. So bring it. it, they, it. The, the, the idea is you can kind of decide yourself like, where you want to be because it doesn't really fucking matter. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter where you decide, that's where you are because there's always example Like Maximo, like you've decided that you know, you're bad with women, right? But there are people way worse that, that look like, horrible, you know, like, that are just completely <laughs> ugly and, and and just completely ugly. should be a life coach, Right? <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> and, and then you there are people... There aren't
2: that... ugly people.
1: Yeah, there are. <laughs> <Just> the... <laughs> there are definitely ugly people. I'm Give me a say, fucking I've break, Ashley. Some There's some ugly people in the world.
2: Um, we're not talking about the world. In LA, mm. I know on your day-to-day, you don't see ugly people. Yes, oh, I
1: see ugly do. people every yes. day.
3: I've seen some ugly people. Yeah.
1: I, s- I, I saw several you ugly people know today. What, I don't notice them. I saw a 300-pound woman... And she had, like, five kids, and she was eating a churro, and she was ugly. Now I want her. I'm sure she
2: see, wasn't ugly okay. just because she had five kids. I was going to say... Uh, well, <laughs> thank you. Because I it, it, say, it's it's definitely going to help. overweight people tend to you know? be the most beautiful people. <laughs> over like, what? Over, over 300 pounds? Yeah. Like, anyone who r- usually has a nice, beautiful face. No.
1: If you're overweight... Like, okay. So, she had, like... Uh, like Meat sticking out of her armpits. I
2: know. I'm saying take away the like excess like, yeah, weight. Yeah, you can be so fat, it can help
0: you steal things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But then you've like, got to stick a things of, in your uh, body sweat. There are a lot of fat thieves that use their fat to steal things. I'm, I haven't stores.
3: heard of an influx of fat thieves. I have not. But, I mean, no, how are they going to get away? How are they going to get
2: away?
1: What was that?
0: They
2: can't
1: run
3: fast. Like in like... No, but what? they
1: can hide things on their on their person like lot. So you're talking about
2: you're going. So, so do you think every fat store? person's
3: like can't wait to start shoplifting yeah. now that I got this extra three hundred pounds yeah. on me? Yeah.
0: What's well, more, a thing like you know, <laughs> I have all this fat. I might as well put it to use.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but if you see people, I'm going to steal this shampoo bottle in my stomach. Yeah, they fold. I just, <laughs> they're on carts shopping. Yeah. <laughs> They're driving the little things. You can't steal much when but, you're sitting down.
1: You know, people I, steal a lot with strollers. That's one reason to have kids. Oh, yeah. That you, you have true. that fucking yeah. thing that you're pushing. You could just shove a that's bunch of so sausages true. in that stroller. Absolutely. You got some free sausage. Uh, I don't wow. know if
3: you've ever seen a stroller, but it's not that easy to maneuver shoplifting. Because no, no. it's underneath the thing. Because you can't. Yeah. The kid will throw. Whatever you try and, hey, kid. Fake kid. Hide? You just have a
1: fake kid in there. Well, they'll, Cover it with a blanket.
3: Well,
2: that's homeless people. Yeah. The- like, that's a whole nother level. Listen, yeah. when you have kids in that stroller... Uh-huh. You don't have to worry about if you're stealing because they've probably put something in there. And your job is to go through and check (laughs) to make sure when you walk out, it doesn't go beep, beep, beep. And that's just that's That's on top of let's say you do get away. Let's say that is your whole thing. You want to go ahead. You've got a real kid. You're stealing. Well, you know what? You probably left your wallet or your keys or something in there. So now you got to go back in there and get it because that's the
1: truth. There's
3: always it's like one. Never
1: want to have kids. You guys have you guys have just swarm me off of kids are we the birth control completely i mean
3: do here's the thing what do you want to get married you just want to be single what do you want am i getting married
1: um i I don't i think um, i'm probably kidding i probably do want to have kids at some point you know
2: jimmy i feel like you're going to be that person who as soon as you have one kid you're going to want to have like more like you're going to end up having like five
1: i think one kid is good i'm I'm good with one kid
3: is it because you're asian probably <laughs> right, right. Been, i think i think everything is because i'm conditioned <laughs> yeah. he's like um if it's a girl we'll try again
1: <laughs> but back up back it up to what i was talking about with maximo right so
3: but you are, are like, mm, like you can have I kids kid, I whenever kid. i mean you don't have to worry about like if i'm 40 or if <laughs> i'm 50 you yeah. can literally have kids
1: yeah but you don't right? want to have kids when you're like 70 you know that's i know somebody
3: a comedian well, that yeah. had a kid Theo when Vaughan, he was right? 69
1: Oh, uh, oh, no, Theoban's father yeah. was older, but yeah. David
3: yeah. Z, David Zasloff, he was 69 when his daughter was
1: born. Was that kid, had? did that kid have problems? Nope. No? no. Was it wow.
3: healthy His boy? wife is very young. <laughs> okay, so it kind of leveled. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because after oh. 30,
2: I know men do start passing on more mutations, but that doesn't necessarily mean physical or mental, just like.
3: Yeah, mm. I mean, it's all part, I mean, they say yeah. after 35, but I mean, I was 38 when I had um, Jacob. And I was 40 when I had jail. Yeah, I think
1: they've debunked a lot of that stuff with women as well. Well, they
3: they just treat you differently when you're yeah, having, risk, like when right. you're, yeah, you're considered advanced maternity age. After what, 33. For, for women, right? 35. 35. Yeah. Okay. And I was, I mean, I'm lucky because a lot of people have a hard time getting pregnant, blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I know that I'm not one of those like, it was, it was, it was just, I mean, it, we were like, okay, we're going to try. And we we tried and we, wow. I was lucky. I mean, because I know people that struggle with it. So, it, with my age, and I was on birth control for like 18 years. So, Jesus, yeah. Control. Oh, no, I was not having, I was on the road. I was not having a kid. I was I like, I, I have comedy and that's all I have. Mean, road baby. Road baby. I was like, my, 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 yeah, I was like, my baby <laughs> is comedy. Right. I love comedy. Uh, like, literally, when I, when I was telling you about that first show that I ever did, it was one of those shows that was just magic. It was like everything. I had no time. The first show is always magic.
1: It was mm. magic. There's just something about that first so show. Something yeah, about totally. it. And I walked yeah. off
3: stage. I was like, I just found what I was supposed to do with my life. This is my soul. Yeah. This is. And then I went on the, the next time, time, and, and you it, was f- you f- it was awful. Fucking horrible. It right? It was the worst. Yeah. I was like, Oh my god, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna call this Lisa lady, and then I <laughs> started coaching with her and took a class. So yeah, it was. I was a comedian that's, that's like, every
1: comedian's story is The mm-hmm. first show was amazing amazing The second, second show awful slow and down. then you spend like a year trying to get oh, back to that oh, first a show year yeah.
3: Jesus try oh. two try three i was <laughs> I was like it is such a chasing that high I was just like, plus I was also doing really really rowdy rowdy bars with Lisa. She did wow. not play easy rooms these were. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where her awesome. style that's where, like yeah. her yeah. roast style kind of came was, from right? they were rough like, because now when I go to a show they're like it's a little rough crowd I go I don't think you know <laughs> where I've been like I've I've literally play, I, I will tell you that I've played I remember um, when I was I played a I headlined at Criminal Mental Hospital because they saw oh, me wow. headline another club and like we've been looking for a comic <laughs> and you are it and I was a like Criminal okay. Mental Hospital
1: yeah. was having a comedy night
3: they wanted to try it and um really that sounds generous. like a horrible idea you'd think but there was a lot of security and a lot of cops um that were protecting did they us.
1: understand the jokes
3: no oh, yeah. yeah they're not they're just criminals really, it's not like they're but they're, really they have sharp. like
1: mental issues right like pa- there's probably a uh, lot of paranoid schizophrenics in there no. well, they well, criminal. this so, com- this yeah.
3: particular so it was a it's like the second biggest criminal mental hospital in the country you have to be at a certain level of behavior and like, these weren't guys that were doing life. These were, like, they're in for a year. You know, like, right. okay. you have to be yeah. a certain level of uh, behavior in order to go to the entertainment night. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So okay. it's not like they're, like, sitting in the, you know, <laughs> straight jacket, like, you know. I mean, it got broadcast throughout the whole thing, so there's probably somebody sitting in a straitjacket listening to us, but... The girls couldn't dress a certain way. They had to dress very down and you couldn't do certain type of material. Like right. what? What can you do? Well, I mean, I brought my friend Willis Turner with me and Willis actually ended up doing a butt rape joke in prison, what? which <laughs> killed because they know about it. Um <laughs> and, hey, uh, they,
1: they don't let you do butt rape jokes in prison? Oh no, they don't want you. <laughs> Why not? Because that is silly they, they know they know all the about no, they yeah, know all about it, butt butt jokes. Here's
3: the thing. When you do that's a like,
1: part of like half their life is avoiding butt rape. You know, like but how how can you not
3: do that? That's like a reality that like, they don't want you to touch those subjects because, okay. So when you do a, I think that's like I've done before. I've done like, like I said, the prison I've done, um, I've done halfway houses. I've done all those and they don't want you to beat you. You think like the audience wants that, but the directors don't because like, for example, there's this one, it's called like, I don't know, Chelsea street or something. It's like, half it's a great crowd but they literally are being reintroduced back into society so uh, you can't be too dirty because they get too rowdy, right. and then that behavior goes throughout the week. Yeah, it doesn't stop. So they they go. They always have a tougher week. So the with idea them.
1: is, if you start making butt rape jokes, the the amount of butt rapes will increase for that week. Wow, happen? Well, I, mean, really I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't just, think so. Just man. the ra-
3: No, not necessarily. But they get rowdy. Ra- like, yeah, ha ha ha, that's so funny. And then they're rowdy throughout the week. So this particular prison, that it was a. Uh, they're not walking around and they're walking around supervised with guards, but they're not shackled. So it was kind of like you had to, you couldn't just walk in. You can't just walk in and go here. We're going to go to here. We had like seven sheriffs in the back. We had a uh, tape on the side. We had two people standing by the stage. We Jesus, had, this God. is like when um, Johnny Cash was at Folsom. Like, literally. yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, oh. and you couldn't just go to the bathroom. You had to have arms. Which you should. Yeah. you, you just can't. And I was pregnant at the time, so they oh were my, like, god. my god, oh, they wait, were like, "Are okay. you showing?" Yeah, and they wanted me to, like I had like um you know a a shirt and um I always wear like a, a hoodie kind of thing and like okay try to zip it up if you can because we don't want anybody to get triggered by anything because they're also it's not like they're all stable so if you're walking and they see something and something triggers them they were you know they were worried about that so you just okay. God. i mean and here's the thing when i was Holy pregnant each shit. time i performed up till like i was about to go into labor i mean, <laughs> I had to stop after a while because audiences were worried <laughs> you know like they were like um i was like there's hot towels don't worry and if i go into labor please start recording it right you know? oh my gosh! yeah and actually i was in like triage because i thought i was going into labor early because i was at a no stress test and mm. um Cause my, I talked to my mom and it was stressful. So, like, oh, we you're are. going to labor. Go. And I, I I wasn't. I Everything kind of calmed down. But I was like, I'm not going to make my cake tomorrow night. Oh, no. And then it turns out I was able to play the moose launch in Camarillo.
2: <laughs> you know, that's kind of awesome that you, you continue to, um, like, perform while pregnant. Because I feel like this is definitely the age where a lot of, like, comedians are... Mm-hmm. And actors being pregnant and continuing with their careers, like, you know, oh, yeah. performing and going and uh, having shows.
3: Yeah. Right. I, Nothing was good. I've never been one of those people that took a break. I'm not like, oh, I took a break yeah, from comedy. I also female. Right. I just I <laughs> I when I found out how to, like when I got on stage, I'm telling you when I was like, this is what I was supposed to do. Mm hmm. It's that's, that's just been it. And it's not like I didn't have a day job uh, a lot of the time. It's not like I didn't um, ever go. What am I doing? You know, like, like oh, my out. God. Because you've I've had shows where I've walked off and going.
4: what the fuck
3: <laughs> Have I decided to do with my life? And then I've had shows where I've walked out. And I was like, this is the year I make it. You know, like. Yeah. And honestly, in the last few years, I've been lucky. Like I was talking to Ashley about this. If I have a show that's like, eh. You know, it's just like, eh. I'm like, oh, it hits me more because I'm like, you don't know what I can do. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <Yeah. laughs> you know, like yeah. and that's not to that's be narcissistic. Covert oh. Narcissism. Well, it on. is in a way. But it's also i work <laughs> so hard to get to that mm-hmm. spot where I'm like, I'm still nervous when I get on stage, but it's a good nervous because like, uh. I want to entertain a crowd because I spent so many years being that sick to my stomach nervous.
1: So we are way over but oh, I want yeah. I want to hit on this before we stop. Um you you you're a, you're a comedy coach. Yeah,
3: I'm so a you've comedy. So you have kind of coach.
1: taken the the mentorship that Lisa gave to you and you you've been doing that with uh Yeah, the without
3: the um self-deprecation <laughs> and the uh the uh total lack of um you didn't want it enough. Cause <laughs> she oh. would say that. To, I'm like how would they get premium blend like mm, must have wanted it more. You're like I I, I I'm i'm here every single night <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> what, what do you mean i assistant. want this um i will say uh what i do when i, I started teaching oh my god years ago um, you started teaching
1: comedy yeah it was just something, so you run a, a class kind of the same because uh, me and maximo met through uh jerry corley's class over here in uh, burbank oh okay um
3: uh, flappers
1: no, not at Flappers. Uh, near Flappers. Okay. Not not on flapper, uh, I not Flappers. I used to teach at Flappers many oh, years really? Ago. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, really? Um, yeah. This one over here? Mm-hmm. hmm
3: And um, uh, that wasn't my first... I just... I, I think it was one of those... Like, I've been doing comedy maybe, like, 10 years, and it was, like, somebody... I, I really honestly don't even remember how I started or who was... I just remember I was like, oh, here's what I've learned, and this is what I teach people and i never teach a particular style i'm never like you need to do it like this it's like tell me what you want to talk about and let's work it into a set
1: yeah because Trust that's me. that's yeah. the big argument with comedy is uh people mm-hmm. are always talking about how you can't really teach stand-up comedy. i think you can teach uh, joke structure there's certain things you yeah. can't teach there's a lot of things you can't teach yeah and i feel like certain people can never be taught and you can kind of know this yes immediately like when you see somebody who is just really bad and just has no so like social awareness. You're like, oh, that person will never be funny. Yes, right? no, I agree. And I, I, I agree that those people can't be taught, but I, I feel like a good chunk of people can be taught.
3: Yeah, and mm. you know what? I know, I know what you're talking about because there is a lot of like people like here. Oh, you teach stand up, blah blah blah. That's so stu- uh-huh. it's such a scare. And for me, when uh, so when I teach a class or if I. When I teach a class, I give it my all, like, here's, let's work on the set. Let's rework it. Let's work. What else do you want to bring in? I like to look at long-term too. Like, I want you to be able to build a 10-minute set. I want you yeah. to build a 15 Yeah, there's a
1: lot set. of technical stuff associated with mm-hmm. comedy. In the same way, like, with any other art, like right. writing, for example, yes. there's fucking college courses for it. Yeah, Right. You exactly. go for four years and learn how to write. Yeah. And, 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 and that's also true with writing, because I, I was a writing student. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people where you, you just read something that they wrote, and yeah. they might only be, like, a couple of years into writing. And you'll be like, oh, you'll never be good. This is awful. And mm-hmm. you don't have any social awareness and you're just not an interesting person. <laughs> you're never going to be good. And Same thing with stand-up. Same mm-hmm. thing with drawing, right? You yeah, can kind of no tell yeah. when people are just bad and they're just they're lacking something, right? Yes. But the majority of people, I, f- I feel like you can teach that. But I, for, for some reason, with stand-up, people are just very adamant that you can't teach stand-up.
3: Yeah, and you're you know? right. No, they are. But for me, what I also teach is like, if I have a class, it's like, let's talk about business tools. Let's talk about... And I also like to kind of say here's what happened to me. Don't let this happen to you. Cause I bring in my experience too. Mm. Cause you don't think about that stuff. Like when I was with, um, I don't know if you know the comedian Allison Weber and she's fantastic, I but I was, she was on her first road gig. I was headlining. And I remember when we show, it's simple things. It's like we show up, we get picked up, we go to the hotel. The guy's like, I need money from you for the ride. And you're like, absolutely not. Go talk to the guy that booked us. But, if you don't know that and Mm -hmm. it's not like I specifically use that example, but I'm just saying it's like, Hey, if you're going to go on the road, here's what you should know. And also the mistakes I made, I kind of go, Hey, if you're going to merchandise, right, Mm -hmm. make it a funny logo. Don't, uh, do if you're going to go on the road, don't get large women tees. Get extra large women tees. Right. I mean, that's no offense to the Midwest. <laughs> but no, I, I learned insight. that. Uh, no, no. Uh, they never None boil. of these shirts is fitting me. Yeah, I mean, no offense to the Midwest, <laughs> right. but they're not buying large baby doll tees. They're just not, you know. So, I mean, it's it sounds silly, but it's like, here's and then guess what show me your joke let's work on this Let's how about this let is there a funnier word what Mm -hmm. are you thinking what would you like to talk about i I
1: think the best thing that i got out of comedy class is is um just the the schedule which is i think the best thing that i got out of anything that i learned because i was Uh an art student i was a writing student yeah um and just that just having like okay at this date you have to have this many pages, mm-hmm. you know, so like next week you have five minutes and you got to fill those five minutes yes. and there's people watching you Yes. Right? Exactly. And, and you don't want to do the same joke because it's a class. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to repeat the same shit. You have to at least improve on the old shit or have new shit. Yeah. You know, so just that pressure makes you create new shit. Like discipline. You're, you're yeah, talking it's about discipline. like the
2: discipline that kind of, but right. I, I will say, especially given like being an athlete, um, in the past, like, um.
1: What did you do? You were an athlete?
2: I ran track in college. I played ball. Um, you were a basketball team. player? Yeah. Nice. And actually, I, I was on a team.
1: Yeah, when black literally. people say, I played ball, that just always means basketball, right? Oh, it never yeah. means baseball. Well, no. If like it was
2: a guy, would make, if he said he played ball, or it could That's be basketball too. But usually basketball, yeah, when oh. I ball. But what I'm getting at is that, like, even if you have a coach, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? And I think uh, a real coach will tell you, like, this isn't for you. You know, mm-hmm. like not everybody who picks not if you're up a paid. ball. <laughs> true, but I'm saying like not everybody who picks up a ball. Like, yeah, will you learn the fundamentals? Sure. Will you ever be good? No, because maybe mm-hmm. that's just not that's not your thing. You yeah, know a lot I'm of saying? people it's
1: just not their thing.
2: But for people where it is their thing, I think having a coach that you actually have like a rapport with that understands your psyche and knows how to get you like hyped because sometimes it's not even about like the actual like small details of it as mm-hmm. much as it is about having somebody in your corner. And you being able to just take the principles and elevate because that's what athletes do. They get like the proper people in position. Like they build a team of like a sports psychologist, a coach, you know, whatever. Yeah. And and then they elevate. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. That feedback is incredibly important in in, in the arts. That feedback is so fucking important because oftentimes you're working in a vacuum where mm -hmm. you're just doing shit. And you, you have no idea whether this stuff is any good or not you yeah know? that's and, very true yeah so you need like you need to you need to constantly learn you need to constantly do the thing and then you need to constantly have the feedback I think that's the yeah. proper like chain for learning mm-hmm. you know and then 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 you can kind of elevate but if you don't do that if you're just working you know like in a vacuum yeah sometimes you'll just go like ten years and you'll even shittier. Well, I'm sure, bro. <laughs> oh, you've seen and a lot of far. comics since yeah. you've been in the game. Yeah, I'm sure
2: that haven't grown over the years, right? Not yeah. saying that you need a coach, but no, yeah. People I had mean, friends, right? That they would like, like people had like comic buddies back in the day or apprenticeships, so to speak, right? Yeah,
3: like, like well, Lisa in a way, mm-hmm. right? And, and people can stay stuck really easily, especially for in me. everything. Yeah, in, in, every, in everything. In every discipline. And I like what I like about coaching is it, it makes me think about oh. Where Like me helping somebody be creative helps me be with my own creativity. Yes. Because I go, okay. I found that out
1: when I I started teaching. Mm -hmm. I really found that out very quickly. Like Mm -hmm. it really elevated my game.
3: Exactly. And what I decided when I was in New York, you know, I was like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I was in for three years. I was like, I'm not going to pay to get on stage. Like I set my own level to move up Mm
4: -hmm. because
3: I was like, I need to set my own level. I won't pay to go on stage anymore. I won't do bringers anymore. Okay, boom. Then I um, had to work to... Try and pass a club. I'm going to pass a club. So I when you're younger, too, and you don't have all the burden of adult. I mean, I was an adult living kids. on my own. Let's but, be honest. Kids. Kids, Yeah, kids. <laughs> but you you go, I'm going to do this. And you kind of just did it, you know. And then when you I mean, you really I think for for what I've seen, open mics. Look, I think they're necessary because when you where are you going to go when you don't know how to get on things. But what I used to say when I first moved to L.A., i had to start completely over i was five years on the scene in new york and i was like doing i mean i was i was up 12 times a week sometimes while working a day job and i was getting paid then i came out here nobody knew me and Lisa was my roommate Mm. but she was the type that'd be like you know what i really want to recommend you for this gig but i don't know if you'll bomb like that's what she would say to me and you're like you know I mean And I was still in my 20s Where you're like Okay you're you right I'm bomb Oh my <laughs> god You're right I'm gonna bomb You know like that kind of thing So what I did was I just hustled And I wanted to learn How to be a headliner So I was like You know what I gotta do I'm just gonna dr- I'm gonna email this guy And I'm gonna drive The fuck out to Colton And they put me on stage Oh my and they god le- You did
1: shows in Colton Oh my god yeah I don't oh, even know I used, is. To, is. Yeah. I used
3: to do shows In San Juan Capistrano One night And then okay, drive to Colton To do another spot Holy And then drive shit. home Oh shit I mean, I was grinding. When people go, "Oh, do you get up a lot?" I still get up a good amount, but I'm saying I grinded, and that's what I think you need to do when you're a comic. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to grind. If you're able, not
1: not just in comedy, you got to grind in everything. In everything, right? If you like, if you want to be an artist, for example, yeah, you got to draw six to seven hours a day. Yeah, like a couple, at least two to three years. In order mm-hmm. to just be decent. Yeah, you, you know? just have
3: to. Gr- now, granted, if you have different things holding you back. But if you don't have like, like I said, if you just like, oh, well, my day job. No, I, I had a day job. And granted, it was bartending. So, but I'm saying I would go out. Right. I would change at work, go drive to where. I mean, I hustled. And I think, and then they, you know, when you went out there, they're like, okay, you're going on stage. See, ya. I'm going to go to the parking lot and smoke weed. So you right. had to come up with the time at a rowdy bar in Colton and you just had to do it. Right. And that's you know that's what I also say when I'm teaching people I'm like hey I'm gonna teach I'm gonna show you this and we're gonna set up your set list go out and do it you have to go out and say the words would say that would word.
1: that be your uh, best advice to give to open micers out there is just the grind
3: grind and go meet people stop by a show that's booked and introduce yourself to the booker go say hey um, I'd love to do your show sometime here's my card go and be like hey drop. if you're new and you're starting. Hit up the people that book the shows out there because they'll give you more stage time. You, unfortunately, sometimes have to get out of the light to get more stage time. Yeah. Blow jobs.
0: In other words, blowjobs also be a help. covert narcissist. That's true. <laughs> you cannot be a covert narcissist. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's very true. It's <laughs> like so call back. Yes. Blow true.
1: the bookers. Oh,
2: and one more thing. Well, blowing the bookers. Ro something. has a show, her birthday show. Yes. At the and Comedy Store. I'm comedy on it as store. well. Mm-hmm. In the belly room at 8 o'clock. July 8th. Is That's that a, a sh- Monday.
1: It's a Monday fucking parking on Mondays. Yeah. Mondays you can lift or Uber. Yeah.
2: It's not. And also Hollywood is not like the if most you, if you crazy guys, on
1: Monday. Actually, if you would have a show at the store on like a Saturday or a Sunday, I would be there. I would be there. Fucking well, first on. of all, it is Saturday. a holiday.
3: Fridays, it's a, it's a, it's Fridays a and Mondays. Of July weekend. Ooh, it's a man. fourth
2: of July weekend. Those okay. So. Yeah. Th- think about it. You got time.
3: All right. Yeah. All right. All right.
1: All right. Hour 30 minutes in, we're done. Goodbye. Thanks Dude, for coming so. by, Ro. Thanks. Yeah.
4: Thanks for having me. That was me. awesome. Bro, that was-